Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games, such as Dungeons & Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. This episode of the Fantasy Fantasia podcast is brought to you and sponsored by the Arts, Culture, and Heritage Fund in Windsor, Ontario, so big thanks to them. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your Dungeon Master for tonight's episode of Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame, the Fighter Things Club has saved Velvet's old stage partner Bones from having his soul taken by a demon. Bones provided them in return with the Levanimous Armor, which grants monstrous abilities to its wearer. After some one-on-one training duels, religious empowerment, heartfelt goodbyes, and partially successful scroll creations, they leave for the island where the Silver Flame resides. They meet Kanos and his army of dwarves and halflings on the edge of the lake when Lena and Darian suddenly announce that they wish to get married. A quick wedding ceremony is thrown together, conducted by Darian's friend named Morthil, who used to be a part of the Lords of Dust with him. The ceremony ends with lightning cracking the sky and a strange magical reaction produced by this interesting wedding lasso. But no questions are asked, because immediately after, the other armies arrive. Soldiers from the Elves of Elysia, the Lizard Folk of the Great Tree, the Humans of Isenport, and the Genasi of Vokendale. After a war council is had, Bones uses a special teleportation ritual to get everyone to the island. Expecting an immediate battle, the group is surprised to see a dark, decrepit island void of any demons. They press forward to the Central Kingdom ruins, where they find a demonic bell. And after ringing it, the armies and the ruins sink through the mud and emerge in the Underplane, a demonic plane parallel to the Material Plane where the Silver Flame resides. And now that the end is nigh, let's launch into tonight's session. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Legend of the Silver Flame. How is everybody doing tonight? Feeling good for this uh, penultimate journey here. Yeah, excited, a little nervous. Yep. Let's see what happens. Everything, yeah. Penultimate is one of Eric's favorite words. It, it took me three times for, of him saying it for me to actually find out what it was. It's the second to the last. Yes. It's got great mouthfeel. Mm, it does. It, it, it? Penultimate. It's yeah. It's very a strong sense word. It's sometimes really, thought as like super ultimate, but it's not. 
<laughs> they're like, it's the penultimate. And you're like, oh, that doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have nearly the gravitas that you might That's, think. That's, <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah. There you go. So at the time of this recording, we are recording the second last session of Legend of the Silver Flame. Oh my god. And you guys have come a really long way from starting all the way back in, oh geez, what was it? Bidens you guys started in, or Isenport. Which one was it? Bidens or Isenport? Uh, uh, Isenport. One of those. Isenport? Isenport. Thank you guys. Uh, you guys are now level 14. You just leveled up to 14. So I thought it might be a good time. And you guys brought it up as well to discuss some of the level ups you've had along the way and kind of where you stand with your power now as you go into the final battle. So let's start with Sai. Sai, what's going on for you? Well, actually, I got an arcane feature upgrade. And so what I got is what's called Master Transmuter. So um, I have that uh, transmuter stone that allows me, you know, certain abilities, but I can use it in one single burst to do a number of different things. One is to do a major transformation, where I can change a non-magical object to something else. Uh, however, it takes me 10 minutes to do that. Um, I can <laughs> remove all curses, disease, and poisons affecting a creature, or um, I can restore life uh, by using the raise dead spell or restore youth. Oh. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, restore no, youth. Sai, you can become young. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, I'm saving it just in case I need to use that raise dead spell. <laughs> and how about you, Bree? Yes, so at level 14, my destroy undead. Uh, power increases. Ooh. So now, if an undead creature of uh, challenge rating three or lower fails its saving throw against my turn undead feature, then it's instantly destroyed. Oh, cool. I like that. Just like that. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. And how about you? Well, Lena is a bit of a special case because <laughs> now it's more of a custom class yeah. since the barbarian features aren't necessarily there. But what what's going on for you headed into this battle? I literally have barbarian question mark on my character sheet. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so for level 14, it was um, a, a barbarian path feature. So instead, um, Avery allowed me to either do an ability score improvement or do a feat. And with where Lena's dex is, uh, I actually chose just to put two points into dex to bump nice. up her her, uh, her 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 bonus for for battle. So hopefully that helps. Every point counts. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, we, I decided to be nice and yeah. let Carla <laughs> use dexterity instead of strength, kind of like the finesse feature <laughs> to uh, deal her damage, so that it's not a total. It doesn't feel like she can't punch as hard as she used to. Yeah. She's more of a fighter now, really. Yeah, you yeah. and Darian are kind of on the same wavelength. He's he's a dexterity-based fighter. Oh, look at that. See, the, Dar <laughs> the Darians are... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You're way cooler than Darian. Don't worry, Carla. You're way cooler. <laughs> Thank you. So, don't is worry. his last name Darian? Is Darian Darian? Is that his name? No, he has no last name. It oh, was that, just that's, Darian. That's why. Anonymous. Anonymous. There we go. <laughs> Single name. And finally, Velvet. 
Um, yeah, so, you know, for the past most of the campaign, Velvet has been a very uh, defensive player, and by that I mean usually just goes invisible and lets other people do the fighting <laughs> for him, or will come up, you know, use the area to do whatever he wants, but I think ever since Geriad has left and, you know, Geriad's kind of fighting spirit, he, he learned a lot from Geriad, and I think he's trying to begin to emulate the courage that Geriad just had, like, in spades, so much that he just didn't even care. You know, like he just mm-hmm. had so much courage. Yeah. Was like, whatever. Um, <laughs> Velvet's trying. So in the past few levels, I've been trying to go a little bit more on the offensive. So the last time we fought the demon, I don't remember if I said this officially, but I got a new uh, power called Crown of Stars. So that's kind of a, a projectile mm-hmm. offensive move. And I've dabbled in some banishment spells. So, you know, we'll see if uh, Velvet's going to try to take the fight to them. But uh, I also have transport into large plants. So you can be sure that I'm still going to be running quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not to worry. Avery's like, there's no plants anywhere in sight. <laughs> I will be devastated. <laughs> I now need to go back and switch a lot of my notes to include plant life. One moment, no, no. <laughs> You're and back in the that's everybody, Elf. All four, yeah, right? <laughs> you bring the Feta here. Yeah, the party's always with Velvet. Yeah. <laughs> and that that's everybody. That's four of us now. So without further ado, we will launch into tonight's penultimate session of Legend of the Silver Flame. Fighter Things Club, unite! <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> I put my hand in for a circle. We are so fucking dead. Oh god. <laughs> Not inspiring. We'll you know what? We'll take it again, maybe, if we don't die. Yeah. Immediately. Take two? Yeah. Take two is for winners, Sai. <laughs> A small, jaundice-colored demon sits on some rubble with its small wings and chicken-like feet and its small red eyes looking into an arcane eye. Through the arcane sphere, it watches as a large army, led by a mismatched group of adventurers, begins walking across a necrotic bridge into the ruins of an ancient kingdom. He waves his hands through the arcane eye, causing it to wisp away, and begins running toward the edge of the rubble he is sitting on, jumps off, and in midair polymorphs into a small raven and takes flight. The yellow raven flies through the endlessly dark sky, looking down upon the demonic army that stands at the ready in a wide, muddy battlefield. He flies past the demon archers, dousing their arrow tips in oily sludge and setting them ablaze over the deformed rudderkins, spined devils, shadow demons, and other nightmarish fiends that form a defense in front of a large fort. The fort is a wall covered in sharp bones, barbed wire, sludgy oil, and sporadic bursts of flame. There's a great iron doorway, which has a floating red pentagram, slowly pulsating like a heartbeat. And at the tip of each point of its light, 
there appears to be a person floating there, screaming in agony, with a symbol carved into their stomachs. Connected to this pentagram is a fiendish force field which surrounds the entire fort. The imp effortlessly flies through the force field, over the wall, and lands in the courtyard, harshly illuminated by the silver flame, which has now grown to be quite large, fueled by the fiendish energy that surrounds it. The imp runs up to a figure standing before the silver flame, shadow and mist pouring from her like a slow waterfall. The mortals approach with their army, Lord Verna. The bell shall be rung soon and the war shall begin. Verna turns from the flame and looks toward an old, saggy-skinned demon sitting at a wooden table. He's holding an iron quill and writing furiously. He dips his quill into an ink jar filled with blood. How much longer until the scroll is ready? You said it would take five days, yet here we are, upon the seventh, the mortal army approaching, and you are still writing? She points to the sad, saggy demon and whispers, Pain. And immediately the demon doubles over and begins convulsing on the ground, letting out whimpers and screeches, trying to speak. It, 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 is, it is done! Light, light it upon the flame, it is done! Lord Vernus snatches the blood-covered scroll and brings it toward the silver flame. She stretches the scroll wide and holds it up to the flame. And the bloody words begin to glow red and whoosh. The scroll lights ablaze, the fire traveling along the parchment. But then it gets sucked slowly into the words, lighting them. And with a final wave of heat, the scroll glows intensely with fire until the silver fire disappears, bound to the words on the page. Verna smiles and turns to the imp. The time has come for our mighty overlord, Sol Katesh, to take the mortal world as her own. Return to your position. When the flame erupts, you know what to do. Are you sure? While it may wipe out the mortal's army, it will possibly destroy ours too. She sneers at him. Survival of the wickedest. Multiple Vernas begin to approach from the darkest corners of the area. And they step forward and grab the scroll, which upon them grabbing it duplicates with each one. The imp turns into a raven once more, flies over the wall, through the force field, over the armies, and back toward the broken and battered castle ruins, which have begun to rise from the mud. All of you begin rising from the mud, barely catching your breath as you break the surface. <gasps> and around you, the castle begins to rise as well, covered in sludge and mud and water, as finally the tolling of the bell stops and you're all left sitting on the wet ground. You look around and the sight is almost the same. You see the castle courtyard that you were standing in. All the footprints of the demons are gone, washed over with a new layer of mud that, that has come through. But overhead is cast an endlessly dark sky, and on the horizon, 
you all see the light, a silver light pulsating. You hear yells from the armies, not too far away, just outside of the kingdom that you're in, yelling things like, what happened? Is everyone okay? As they try to readjust and get regrouped and find a formation. What would you guys like to do? <laughs> well, oh, that can't be good for them. And Velvet looks towards the flame and says, uh, I think our path is pretty clear. Yes, there it is. A silver flame. That <sighs> Lena looks around. Does she see any demons? Like, did she see anything around? Or so there are no, yeah, there, there are no demons in this area. You guys are all alone. And as you're looking around, Lena, you see Kano's, uh, Kano's sprinting through the archway. And uh, he's followed by the other leaders, um, Darunia, Mortar and Porter come through, Chester, and uh, they approach you and they say, What has happened? Is everybody okay? What happened? We heard a, the, bull, the this bell toll and, and now we're, we're here. I, I think we're in a different plane of existence. I, I don't know. We're, uh, we're where the silver flame is, and she nods towards, uh, towards it. She says, uh, I think this is, this is where the fight happens. I don't know where they are, but I think we need to be on and the ready. As you say, you don't know where they are. Oh. Darunia <laughs> steps forward and she says, come with us. And she immediately turns around and walks through the archway outside of the, uh, the kingdom castle that you're currently in. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Did follows. she mean like all of us or just, just Lena? Uh, Sai, you can stay if you want, you know? It's uh, it's totally up to you. Oh, no, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. Sai's yeah. good here. <laughs> Avery, am I still invisible, or has the kind of uh, transferring to the other plane, has that made my uh, invisibleness go bye-bye? Uh, I'll say it's still with you. Um, I'll even say, since we started a new session, that uh, it restarts now. Oh, cool. Your, uh, your time. Oh, great. Aww. Okay. Yeah. He's showing so... us mercy now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I feel like the advantage of the ground being pretty wet is everyone can see where I am clearly. You can see the big lion paws go into the ground, and I just kind of pat my lion. You can hear me tap the uh, new armor that it's wearing, and I go, it's, it's okay, girl. It's just, uh, just a big, scary, demon-filled hellscape. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> And as you guys all walk through the archway and out of the kingdom, you lay your eyes upon what the army is looking at, and you see all of them are just quietly murmuring to each other. Many of them look scared, and you see that the tree line that should be outside of the kingdom is gone. It is all just dark, dark sand, much like the beach that you approached the island on. But beyond where the sand ends, it turns into a muddy, mucky, sludgy battlefield where corpses of the past Great War still remain as if they were slain yesterday. Mm. And you see an entire demon army of thousands matching your thousands standing in the way between you and this red dome glowing in the distance where it looks like the silver light is also glowing from. Kanos speaks up and he says, now, the most, the most important thing is to get your group to the flame. Our job is to keep the army busy while you stop the ritual and perform your own. Okay. 
I have the ritual destruction. Good. Make sure you don't lose it along the way. Oh, Darunia says, we will punch a hole through to allow you five to pass, and then we will fight as long as we can to keep them off. Good. <sighs> Mortar pipes up. Looking to you, Lena, he places his giant paw-like <laughs> arm on your shoulder, a uh, hand on your shoulder, and says, I will lay down my life for you, Lena. Uh, Lena's touched and puts her hand on his giant one and says, and I, you, my friend, if you're in danger, I'll do everything I can. The Velvet's kind of inspired by the the sheer bravery of everyone here, so he actually turns off his spell of invisibility just to face the uh, the battle with his friends. And Porter walks up to you, Velvet, and says, Velvet, you've had my back when I had seven too many fey shrooms and I thought I was going to die. It would be an honor to fight for you. Oh, you know, Porter, that <laughs> that brings me back. I I kind of wish we were eating too many shrooms right now. I'm not going to lie. That would uh, that'd be a cakewalk compared to this. But um, if, if, if you could, just just make sure that they don't get through, please. I, no matter what happens to me or my friends here, I need to make sure Bones is safe. He deserves to live after this and be happy as much as they can be if anything goes wrong. Just... Thank you, Porter, and tell your queen she's, like, the worst, again, for having my harp. I, I, I miss my lyre. Tell her I miss it dearly. <laughs> I'll take on twenty. I'll take on twice as many demons if I can tell her that right to her face. You're the best, Porter. You're the best. He points to Bones in, the ar- in with the army standing there, and Bones is looking back at you about 50 feet away, and he looks scared but determined, and he says, I'll be sure to watch his back as we go through. I just lock eyes with Bones and give him like one more really meaningful head nod that I just try to put er- all of my feelings and all of our history and um, everything that I guess just gets, you know, compressed to you are the most important person in the world to me. And that ch- I just try to convey that with a single look. And he's staring right back at you, not breaking that eye contact. And at that moment, Chester Williams comes up to you, Sai, yes. and he, st- he stands there proudly in his armor. He says, Sai, you are a dear friend of our community, and I'll be sure to see you safely through. And he's kind of, f- he's not even looking at you. He's kind of just looking up to the dark sky through his knight's uh, visor there. Well, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. This is a, oh, this is a big moment, and I, I appreciate that you have, have our back. Um... And my and and he looks over to Sam, um, his 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 flesh golem, and he says, uh, "If something happens to me, will you take care of Sam here?" Oh. <laughs> now my wife and I were actually trying for a child, but oh maybe this could be a, a good test run. Oh I, I don't hope I don't hope you die, but I'm actually really excited at the prospect of that. Okay. Well, uh, he's he's quite a big one. He kind of like pats him on the, the shoulder, but yeah. uh, but you know what? Let's not think about that right now. Let's let's focus on the task at hand and uh, and getting through and destroying uh, what we need to destroy. Yes, of course. I'm not already planning weekend visits. As he turns, epilogue <laughs> is just Chester and Sam and family. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Bree, you feel a hand very gently placed on your shoulder. And you turn, and it's Darian. And he says, Bree. Yeah? 
We're, we're going to save Verna. I promise we will get her back. I, I really hope. I'm, I, I, I just don't know where she... The last time I tried to contact her, all I felt was coldness, and I'm, I'm just really scared for her. I'm sure she's fine, no matter where she is, as he's staring at the silver flame. And as he says that, suddenly... The sky to the north shines a bright silver, and even you at this distance can feel the subtle heat from here. And you begin to hear screeches and screams in the form of cheers from a vicious army waiting for you in the mucky battlefield below. Vaxlax, the lizard folk, approaches and he says, The ritual has begun. We have minutes. We must move. Okay, lead the way. Um, yeah, and the thousands are standing in the way between you and the silver flame, and they're screeching, bashing their weapons, and you guys see flying overhead, um, hippogriffs and halflings begin to take flight as you see harpies and other creatures begin to take flight from the other side, flying toward each other. And the leaders all look to you and say, we move now. And the, everybody begins running down into the battlefield, the demonic army heading toward you, you heading straight onto them in a head-on collision. And as you begin to charge, your feet sink into the mud with each step. And you get closer and closer and closer until the armies collide. Now, as you guys are running, you immediately see above the harpies, you begin to see lights cast an arc in the sky and begin falling down toward you. Darunia looks up and she yells, fire arrows to the army around here. And immediately as you're running, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, oh my God. Thank God I upped my dex. Oh, right? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That's a two plus five, a seven. Uh, oh wait, that's... I got danger sense. <laughs> that's a 24 for velvet. That's Ooh. 16, sorry. I got a 16 also. I got a 17. Okay, uh, if you got 15 or higher, you passed. Uh, so yes. it's a miss on a fail. So as you guys are running, uh, some people bring up their shields. Uh, Sai, uh, you hide behind Sama as he literally takes all the fire arrows because he doesn't take damage uh, oh from piercing God. damage such as that. Uh, but he t does take the fire damage. So he's going to be taking 10 fire damage as he stands there okay. as your shield. Okay. Um, Lena as well, you have a shield, so I you do take have a shield. You, you take shelter right under that as fire arrows pelt you. And then Bree, how do you want to get out of the way of the fire arrows? I feel she's just trying to like keep as low to the ground as possible and um, just kind of stay stay behind people to kind of keep shielded. And Velvet, how do you get out of the way of the fire arrows? Oh, I feel like he's just steering the line. He's like, left, right, left. And he's just trying to uh, uh, tell the line to go certain directions and uh, just hope for the best, really. Stay low. Yeah, and this lion looks up and with his dexterity is finding each and every nook and cranny between these arrows sliding under people and even using his armor to repel some of them, knowing that he can take it. Yes. As it uh, pings <laughs> off of his armor that was built for him. Good kitty. <laughs> you guys continue forward. Darunia leaps over all of you and swings down her magical great axe, blasting a large pack of ghouls that were headed your direction in all separate directions, just like the first time you met her. And as you see this, 
you look to your left and you see a demon covered in sludged vines and ivy point its rotten hands toward the six of you, seven of you, and oily vines begin sprouting from the ground as you're running and start wrapping around you. And I need you to make either a dexterity save or a strength save for me. That's a nat 20. Whoa! Yes. Oh my god. Yes, Carla. I just draw my die. That okay. is 17 right. for Velvet. Oh. Okay. That is a dirty 20 for Sai. Damn! Uh, no. 15 for Bree. Damn! Okay, so all of you pass yes. again. Yes. Oh my god. These vines begin wrapping up your legs, but Velvet, your lion literally just slashes them away with his brute strength. Sigh, your knee bends prove useful as you're ducking and diving out of the way. And he sticks his tongue out at him. Lena, <laughs> Darian works with you as you guys are cutting the vines that are growing up each other's legs, working as a team. And then Bree as well. Um, you blast these vines sprouting from the ground with your radiant energy, and they immediately just recede back. But as you guys are running, you look back and you see Darunia, who just blasted the ghouls, is getting wrapped and grappled in these vines as she drops her great axe and the ghouls begin approaching her again. As well as Kanos, who is laying on the ground, wrapped in these vines and is slowly being pulled into the mud. Now, what would you like to do? Would you like to press on or do something? Can Lena just quickly throw one of her daggers somewhere strategically at Darunia to try and, like, just give her something, like, give her a little opportunity to kind of get out of the vines? Yeah, uh, roll sleight of hand for me. That's, oh my god, uh, that's a 23, and my dagger, okay. I, I don't know if you need it, that's nine, nine uh, piercing or slashing, I forget what a dagger is, but damage. So here's here's something interesting. You're throwing them at the vines, but yeah. Darunia, as you toss it, you she sees this dagger coming and she actually rips one arm out from a vine and she rolled well enough that she catches the dagger out of the air and begins slashing them <laughs> off of her body. And she is man she manages to be set free. She looks to you and Lena and she says, Idiot! Keep running! I'm going, I was just trying to help. Okay, I'm gone. <laughs> so um and uh, Kanos is grappled. Is there anything anybody wants to do about that or keep pressing on? Yeah, can I try to shoot a firebolt at the vine that's uh, got uh, Kanos? Yeah, absolutely. Roll okay. a hit. That is a 16 to hit. That will hit. Roll some damage. Yes, okay. Um, so that's um, six fire damage. Six fire damage. So you blast the vines, these oily vines, with your fire, and the and the fire immediately catches on these vines, and Kano starts burning alive. But the, for a moment, but then the okay. vines recede and release him, and he manages to crawl out, rolls in the mud to get rid of the flames, and stands up, and he says, "Thank you, thank you, thank you," and begins running with you guys once again. You're my favorite okay. king. I love you. <laughs> now, as you guys continue running, you see the silver flame, the light from it growing more intense as that moment choosing to stay slowed you down and the ritual has passed uh, for a longer time than if you kept running. Now, you guys continue running. You see a Lord of Dust standing on this boulder half sunken in the battlefield. He's waving his arms wildly, but with purpose, as around him, this whirl of water, colored red, begins to form. And Velvet, this water looks very familiar to you. He casts his arms oh forward, and this water blasts forth in a small wave from him. And once again, I need everybody to roll decks for me. Oh my god. Oh, shit. Oh. 17. 
18. Uh, 15. That's not good. That's a five for me. Oh no. All right, so Sai and Bree, you're going to be taking full damage. Okay. Lena and Velvet, you guys will be taking half. Or actually, Velvet, I want your Lion to take half because uh, you'll actually be high up enough that you won't be affected. Oh, um, no. Okay. The total damage is going to be eight damage, okay. so four for those who took half. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Let me see what... Sorry, I just got to pull up my Lion's Should I also here. be, be um, rolling for, for Sam, too? Yes, please. Sorry, okay. Avery, how much damage was that? I apologize. Uh, four. four if you took half. Thank you. And I'm not really sure how to do this. Do I just add my uh, dexterity modifier there? Oh, it looks like I do. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. He takes damage, too. So at this point, you guys are about 200 feet away from the fortress, and you can see now that it's this glowing red orb with this slowly circling pentagram uh, in front of it, as you guys still have about another portion of the army to go. Is there anything anybody wants to do in this moment of uh, clear like clear pathway? I'll say you guys have like a moment to assess as you're running. Uh, Lena turns thumbs as if anyone can fly or turn into something that flies. I think you should do it. To- um... It- Avery, do we see? We don't see any big trees, do we? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Just a couple of trees. I can, I can even work with a husk of a tree. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Actually, what you do see, Velvet, as you're running, is really, really pressed down, stepped on seaweed. Oh, I can work with that. On the floor here. Okay, so Velvet looks around and hops off his line really quickly and puts his hand on the seaweed and says, All right, I, I, I think I have an idea because, I, you know, I, I love all, this, all of our army. Well, that's cool. We have an army, guys, right? I, I, I'm, I'm yes. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I got distracted. Anyways, um, I think I have an idea. And I'm going to use teleport via plants. So that's a new uh, little spell that I got here, so I'm Whoa, using that. Okay. Yes, I. Uh, that's not a bard spell, but I do have an ability that I can take some spells from other uh, classes. So Ooh, this spell creates yeah. a magical link between a large or larger inanimate plant within range of another plant at any distance on the same plane of existence. You must have seen or touched the destination plant at least once before. Oh, huh. dear. <laughs> oh no! I feel like Velvet's standing there saying this, and his head. he's like, "Oh fuck!" Okay, yeah, <laughs> I think it was too to be true. Let me take a mulligan on that. <laughs> Rewind. Um, so, yeah. So, so there's a big army in front of us. Basically, we're trying to get past the army, correct? Yeah, at this point, you're right in the middle of the battle that's happening. There's army behind you, uh, and there's army in front of you still to go as they're trying to punch that hole forward for you. Um. Maybe I. Oh, so Velvet's on his line. He looks back and he looks at all of them and he says, "Maybe we just have to provide them a bit of a, a head start to the punch. Why don't we just hit him hard right in the center and just try to barrel through the tightest area that we can? Let's just all do what we can at one time and hit them with everything we got and just make a break for it." Or um, Lena turns quickly to uh, Kanos and says, "Can you provide us some uh, some of your flying friends?" He looks up to the skies and he sees the hippogriffs and their halfling riders in battle with harpies, harpies and hippogriffs mm. falling both from the sky. And he looks to you and he just shakes his head very quickly, <sighs> panting. Okay. Here, I, I can try. Um, maybe what I could do is I could create a, a tunnel through with it with my wall of force. Oh. oh. 
Yeah, they the take the high road, we take the low road. Can I can I create like a little sort of tunnel pathway that kind of pushes the uh, everybody out aside? Heck yeah! How far does it go? It's uh, ten foot by ten foot, uh, ten ten foot by ten foot panels. So I can kind of create it in any sort of shape. That get us through. What I will do though, it's concentration up to ten minutes. Uh, I'm gonna say you could run and bring the wall with you there as you go. run. There we go. Okay, like a big old shield. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, Let's it's almost it. like Let's a giant push wall force shield. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's do it. So uh, I kind of reach my hand out and I create this wall of force and I just start barreling through the army. Stay behind me, come on. So yeah, you're bringing your knees high, running through the mud as this <laughs> giant blue wall woof, appears and instantly the demons and the Lords of Dust that were where the wall was poof, blast out and go flying 10 feet. And you're pushing through as this wall effortlessly is barreling into them and either pushing them under the wall into the mud where you then run over their faces or blasting <laughs> them off to the sides there as you're running through. <laughs> Lena's like, oh, I love magic. <laughs> Yeah, and, and uh, the you. group of you, yeah, you're all running behind this thing. But as you're running, um, you look over your shoulder and you see a demon approaching from the side, a dragloth, which is a demon with long white hair, muscles almost erupting from its gray skin, the shape of a werewolf almost bounding right for you. And it leaps off of a boulder and with its right arm splayed with its claws, it's ready to swipe at you. When suddenly you guys feel a blast of cold air erupt above you and blast the dragloth to the side as Mortar stops and calls yes, after you yes. saying, keep going. Mortar, hold him off. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yes. Thanks, you continue Mortar. running, and you look over your shoulder once more to see the dragloth quickly catch its footing and launch at Mortar with its vicious <gasps> teeth, which sink into Mortar's shoulder, and he flips Mortar over into the ground. Oh. Do you stop or do you press on? Uh, we have to press oh. on. Come yeah, on. Yeah, Velvet, yes, we, we have to go. Anymore. He knew the sacrifice. Oh, I hate oh. this. I hate this. I hate this. Lena's like still We're running. We're saving the world. Come on. You guys are almost at the wall, ducking and diving and dodging attacks from grunts on the sides, blasting demons to the sides with this wall of force. That's so effortlessly. I love this image of you guys just going through like Captain America, just blasting through. But as you're running, the earth begins shaking from underneath you oh, no. in an oddly familiar way. Oh no. The rumbling uh, intensifies oh, as if something is about to erupt from underneath your feet. And I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw as a giant worm erupts oh, from the ground, oh. sending mud and blood <laughs> blasting in all directions. Oh, that's another 26. That's a 16. Holy I got an 18. Fuck, guys. This is oh, also dexterity God. saving throw? Yeah. Yeah, yes, dexterity saving. You guys are awesome. So you feel this and you all yes. know what's about to come. <laughs> you all jump in separate directions as <laughs> this, not a purple worm, but a worm oh. more monstrous with quivering barbed tentacles around its massive toothy maw and its cracked skin pulsing with this dull orange glow as if it's composed of primordial lava erupts from the ground, opens its jaw and screams at all of you. And it's looking about the army. It bites at one side and uh, takes out some of the people on in your army and throws them. It bites at the other side. And then Velvet, you see it. Bones about 20 feet away fighting a small demonic imp. And the worm is looking right at him and its mouth opens. What do you want to do? Oh, all right, Velvet. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to use... 
<laughs> I'm gonna use Dimension Door. And I basically yell like, no! And I kick off my lion and I'm gonna use Dimension Door to land like on top of the worm, basically. I wanna just try oh. to sink my, my fingers in the worm and cause it oh, some pain no, no. so it gets stopped. Oh, good. You're well, sinking your fingers into the worm? Like, you're just trying to physically, like, stick your fingers in to cause it pain? Yeah, you know what? I'm probably just going to do it with my rapier, actually. I, I just appear on it, and I pull up my rapier, and I stab it in the... Oh. I, it probably doesn't have an eye, but what I would imagine is near the eye oh, or something. Oh, fuck! Okay, so you land on top of this purple worm as it begins to lunge. You're moving right where its tentacles are at on its face, and you stab down. Roll the hit. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, 16. So you go to stab down with your rapier, but you stab into one of its harder chunks or one of its harder scales on its skin and your rapier doesn't puncture through. <laughs> and the worm's mouth <laughs> crashes down on top of bones, no! swallowing him whole. No! Um, Velvet, we have to keep going. I'm sorry, I lied to Mortar. I told him I would help him and I didn't. <laughs> we have, I feel horrible, we have oh, to keep no. going. Velvet, what do you do? Uh, I, I, you know I, the rest too, come on. Okay, Don't Velvet, let his death be in vain. Velvet just does a, a backflip off the, uh, the the worm still going like, no, no, it's, it's, we, I can fix it, I can fix it. And he slides down the worm like a slide and he's trying to get as close to the group as he can. The worm turns around and immediately begins it launches his head into the mud and begins burrowing once again, and it's you see its body in an arc uh, beginning to move into the ground once more. Do you press on? Yeah, all right, I turn to my lion, and before we go, I tell my lion, you stay here. Your job is to... <laughs> that thing's got a slow-ass digestive system. Get him out if you can. <laughs> and pets the lion and gives him a kiss. All right, kitty, I love you. Let's go! And goes with the rest of the group. Okay. Leaving my lion behind. So you want the lion to go after the worm? I do. Like following it? I okay. do. Yeah, I want the lion to see if it can like dig out <laughs> bones from its uh, guts. If anything, if I've learned anything from uh, Men in Black movies, it's that uh, <laughs> bugs and things like this have a, people can live in them for like a whole five minutes. <laughs> that happened in, in Men in Black. So the, the, the core spawn worm finally completely burrows into the ground and your lion launches itself straight into the hole and dives down out of sight as you guys press on. Shit, Lena looks back, is Mortar dead? I feel so bad. Lena, you look back and Mortar, roll perception, cause you've made it a bit more distance and the army has closed in behind you. Well, that's only a nine. <laughs> you can't even see Mortar amongst the chaos. There are creatures just as large as him fighting as well. And <sighs> people in front of you, it's ev Shit. Like, stuff everywhere. Lena turns to Dara and she's like, I feel so bad. I literally lied to his face. I said I was gonna help him, but then we needed to get to the flame. I feel so bad. <laughs> Finally, you reach the edge of this fortress. Up close, you see the huge floating pentagram in front of these big iron doors that are closed. The hmm. pentagram appears to power this fiendish force field surrounding the fort. And you see at each point of the pentagram, there are five, there's a person, there are five people total, humans, all oh. endlessly screaming in agony. Oh, and you see that there are symbols carved into their bleeding stomachs. Oh. Now, the group you have with you is the five of you. So, Bree, Vern, uh, Bree, Velvet, Lena, Darian, Sai, and then you also have Darunia, Chester, Vaxlask, and Porter, all standing with you in this empty area, all except one thing. Oh, no. In front of the pentagram, 
stands what looks like a tall knight dressed in dark, heavy armor, holding a long sword in one skeletal hand and a golden torch that looks like it's made of a human spine Ooh. in the other. Ooh. Oh. It sees your group standing there and slowly begins taking heavy steps toward your group, removing its cape made of beautiful purple silk and raises its sword toward you. Darunia takes a step forward with her great axe and she says, we'll hold that thing off. You guys get through that door. Okay. okay. Good Be luck. careful. And Darunia, Chester, Vaxlax, and Porter oh, all shit. take a step forward, drawing their weapons. And the knight and the four of them all launch at each other. And you guys have this force field pentagram door thing to get through. What would you like to do? Uh, Lena turns to the magic people and goes, okay, this is uh, past my area of expertise. Can you guys do anything to figure out what's going on here? Uh, is it though, Lena? You, you have the most demon experience. Does, does, does any of this look familiar from the time that you spent with Rack in your head? Uh, 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 I, I doubt it, but can I, can I roll to see if I remember something, Avery, or? Roll history. Okay. That's, that's a 12. 12. So you're looking at this thing. There's a pentagram. Okay, you recognize that. It's a pentagram, you, guys. <laughs> you look around. The symbols on the stomach, mm -hmm. they stand out to you. You recognize it to be written in um, infernal language. Okay, okay so I can read that. I, oh, oh, my God. I, I can read this. I can read this, and I read okay. it. Oh, yes. So you look at this, you see it's infernal and you're looking at the letters and basically, Lita, you look and you read that the, it spells out Sol Katesh's name in the five bodies. It's broken up amongst each of the bodies. Okay, well, um, it spells her name. They're trying to bring her back. Do we, do we, do we have to kill the bodies to, to stop the... Wait, 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 let's not kill anybody. Uh, let me try my knock spell. Um, can I try my knock spell on the, the gate? <laughs> Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. Let me just read knock again to see the parameters here. Yeah. I, I was going to say our staff just... can dispel magic, but I'm pretty or, sure. Uh, or if yeah. it's, I have another okay. idea if this doesn't work. But Sai, you kind of roll up your sleeves and you approach this force field ready to cast knock. Mm -hmm. But knock only works on objects. And okay. it, so this not... force field doesn't have an object necessarily. That oh, it's, okay. Um, For some reason, I thought it was like a gate. So it was just, it's just a force field. Yeah, it's like a floating pentagram and the ends are connected to the bodies. Um, so the only objects you really see that are connected to this magical dome are the bodies themselves. Yeah, we have to incinerate them. I, I agree. What if we heal them, uh, heal one of them? If we break the, the, the name, maybe that would uh, break the spell. Do, do you think that would be enough to okay, heal well, them? We gotta try I... something. We okay, try something, She's gonna please. try to spell magic to dispel the red uh, shield around them. Okay. Um, so you try to dispel magic, and um, yeah. unfortunately, it, it does not even work. I, I can't even have you roll for it. Uh -huh. uh, you concentrate and cast that spell, but it just seems to be too powerful. There's something more going on ritualistically here. <laughs> Lena raises her short sword. She's like, you got one more second before I try and kill one of these people and okay. put them out of their misery. Fine, I'll try to heal it. I'll try to heal them, and yeah, Bree's going to try to heal one of them. All right, so you raise your hands to go to heal them, but in this moment, you hear Darunia scream, and uh, you guys turn around and you see this Death Knight launch in the air and smash 
smash its sword into the ground, uh, creating this destructive necrotic wave that blasts out in a 30-foot radius that is close to you guys, and I need oh, no. you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, that's a five for Velvet. Uh, 19. It's a 16. That is a dirty 20 for Sai and a uh, 13 for Sam. All right, so the DC was 18. Yes. And if you fail, uh, you take half damage. So the total damage is 18. So those who passed, you take nine damage and are not knocked prone. Okay. Those of you who failed are knocked prone. Okay. Uh, as well. Why is math hard? And you guys see everyone except Darunia get knocked prone to the ground, and already they're not looking too, too great. But they get up with determination and immediately launch themselves back at this thing. Wait, she was, like, I only got a 16, so am I knocked prone now? Yes, uh, so you raise your hands to go to cast yeah. this healing spell, and right before you're about to cast it, <laughs> this necrotic wave blasts you, and you're lifted off your feet and uh, sent about eight feet rolling in the mud. Uh, so I guess, yeah, Lena, if you weren't knocked prone, I'll give you this opportunity to act uh, since oh, she would have to take a moment to get I back up. I don't make this worse. Um, <laughs> that's, do I have to roll to hit? It's a 15. <laughs> Um, you do need to roll the hit, and a 15 will hit. Oh. So roll some damage. Okay, she brings down uh, Lord Thana's short sword. Um, that is 11 slashing damage and five poison. Now, which one do you attack? Any of them? Uh, you know what? We'll start with the we'll start with the first one. We'll start with the S. <laughs> <laughs> the first part of the name. Okay. Yeah, we'll start with the first part of the name. So you see this man screaming, and he has uh, the first part of uh, Sol Katesh's name etched into his skin, and he looks at you as you bring up your sword, and as he screams, he says, No! No, I want to live! Please! And you stab it into him, and he begins screaming, but it turns deep, like, Ehh! as uh, his oh, no. eyes begin to glow red, oh. and they explode, and blood goes spurting in your face from his eyeballs, and his body gets set ablaze suddenly, and that part of the pentagram uh, disappears from it, and there are only four points left, and his body is a flaming, sloppy mess on the ground. Oh. Guys, it's working. Moving to the next one, the next point. Yeah, Velvet's gonna try to get up. Yeah, Breeze too. Yeah, you, um, those who were knocked prone, now you are up and on your feet. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I feel bad, and I look at Sai and Bree, and I say, I I'm sorry, but if we need to sacrifice things, you do too, and sometimes we need to do things. And <sighs> I'm gonna cast Thunderbolt and try to get as many as I. Uh, sorry, Thunder Wave. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Thunder Wave towards the second one. Towards the second. Perfect. So we'll say you guys have now organized yourselves, and mm -hmm. if you yeah. want to make attacks in the proper order, it will happen. There's no sweat. Okay. So uh, yeah, you cast Thunder Wave. They can't make a save because they're completely restrained. <laughs> oh, and, uh, so just bad. roll some damage. Oh, <laughs> this is a, this is a <laughs> this is uh, not the most uh, shining moment of. We we won't talk about this in the in the songs. <laughs> this part will be uh, forgotten. Um, so I'm just looking for my thing here. Okay. Lena's like they probably and, would have uh, died anyway with this with with, with with what's happening to them. All right, that is twelve damage. 
All right, that's enough. You send out this thunder wave and the energy smashes into their stomach. And this time the stomach explodes first as the letters uh, etched in their flesh go flying out. And the same thing happens where they scream. It turns low. Their eyes explode and that point of the pentagram is released. Oh, who's next? I'm so sorry. All right, uh, Sai steps forward and he says, I'm so, so sorry. And he hurls a chromatic orb at uh, the third one. And it's going to be fire damage as well. And it's a 28. So the mm-hmm. damage is 17. Okay, so you launch your fire orb at this thing. It definitely hits. But the person actually absorbs the fire. <gasps> their eyes glow. Their mouth opens. <sighs> And the fire orb gets thrown back at you. Oh, no. And oh does God. a 17 hit? Uh, no. Wait, wait, hold on. Uh, I was going to say, you're a wizard. Yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. Yeah, yes, it does hit. <laughs> sorry. All right. And thing. you said it was 18 damage, right? That you uh, cast? Yep. So that 18 damage <laughs> blasts you right back. Okay, don't attack with fire. <laughs> After you sort of like, yeah. Lena turns to Bree and says, "I I can do it for you if you no, want." No, no, it's okay. I, I if we're gonna get through this together, I need to do this. Okay, we'll do it quick. Okay, and she looks at the person. I'm so sorry. I hope you find peace. And she casts a guiding bolt at them. Oh dear. So yeah, that that's eight. Is twenty? Oh, no, no, it's lightning. Nice. Um, <sighs> Radiant damage, so that's a 21 to hit. Yes. And <laughs> oh my she doesn't have that much else that she could use that would be enough to heal them, so that is a 13 damage. 13 damage, that is enough as another one. Same thing, their eyes glow as they're hit with this electrical energy. It causes their muscles to tense up and, and they blow up too. And that leaves us with two left, I believe. Mm-hmm. Lena, she's like, I'll, I'll take another, and she goes up, and uh, she's gonna, she's gonna hit another one. Now, Lena, mm-hmm. before as you raise your sword oh, to no. hit the next one, Shit. I need you to make a charisma saving throw for me. Oh, oh no. that's a, that's a negative one, so that'll be, uh, oh no, that's a three. <gasps> okay, so you guys are watching as Lena goes to stab the next one, and then instantly, whoosh, Lena disappears from sight as she's banished to another plane. <laughs> and what? you guys turn around, and you see the Death Knight pointed right in the direction where she was as the others are laying on the ground, just getting up from the blows they've taken. Now, the Death Knight looks damaged too at this point. It's been a battle happening behind you, but it took this opportunity to banish you, Lena. Good morning, we banished once. <laughs> to, right? I went to the grass plane. Yeah, wherever oh, yeah. that is, right? <laughs> yeah. And Sai looks at him and he's like, where is she? And he's like Aww. really pissed. And he says nothing as he has this knight's visor uh, blocking his face. And the others go to attack him again, but Lena is currently banished as uh, they're tired, as you can tell, and in pain. And he's parrying their attacks, uh, keeping concentrated on that banishment spell. What would you guys like to do? Velvet's going to turn away and he's going to say, we, we need to stick to the mission. Do what you yes. need to do. I'll take care. And I'm going to run over to them, uh, the the last two. And I'll say, oh, I'll take care of them. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Please, all the gods of this land, forgive me for what I'm going to do. And Avery, would you say that they're 15 feet 
like apart from each other? Like, are they within yes. that range? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So Velvet's gonna get really close to the the one right in front of him, the fourth one, and try to blast through four and five at the same time because that is within oh, nice. the range nice. of Thunder Wave. And he says, <laughs> I, oh, I, I, I am so sorry. Please, I, I know that demons are in you. This is the, the only thing we can do. And he closes his eyes, and I do Thunder Wave. Uh, just right up close, really uncomfortable, not a great situation for anyone. Yeah, no. <laughs> and as you cast that thunder wave, uh, they both begin to glow, their eyeballs pop as you get showered with blood, and poof, their bodies turn to sludge and slump into the ground, and finally, the final two points of the pentagram disappear, and the, the dome of fiendish force field begins to recede over the fort and back into the ground, and disappears. Velvet projectile vomits everywhere. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, god, no. Uh, okay, it's it, it's clear. Where where where's Lena? Uh, she, she's in another plane. We have to we have to get him to s- stop concentrating in order no, for No, Sai, to go- we have one job. Lena will find a way back. We know what we need to do. No, we need to... We we can't leave her in there. We need her. We need her. The longer the fight goes, the less our army will win. We need to make a decision now. And I... And Velvet's staring at the flame, and he's like, I... I I don't know if we should wait. Okay. Okay. Um, And and, uh, there's still people battling the knight, right? Yes, the same group is battling them. They just don't look great. They don't look great. Okay, um, Sai goes to the, all right, uh, here, and he's going to hurl a chromatic orb at the knight and then run towards the flame. Oh, okay, roll to hit. Okay, so that is a 15 plus 5, 25, does that hit? Yeah, that hits. All right, okay, uh, that's uh, 16 damage. 16 damage, okay. Oh, and that's going to be, um, well, let's go with, uh, Let's go with with uh, acid damage. Oh, good choice. Thank okay, you. awesome. <laughs> that yeah, because he definitely he has a couple immunities actually, so mm. you chose well with oh, acid. As it <laughs> begins eating away through his dark yeah. armor, and he lets out this grunt as he takes a step, and he rolls Constitution to see if he can maintain the banishment, which he passes with flying colors. Oh. So Lena, you you are still banished, and Lena, you end up somewhere pretty special. You Uh-oh. immediately end up, and you feel this intense heat blasting into your body as you're on the side of this dark crimson red mountainside and as you look down you see this golden city Uh, it's like golden iron uh below and um you are essentially in the realm of fire at this uh like the brass city i believe it's called i I can't remember if it's it's made of brass there we go it's brass um so you're in the realm of fire uh for up to a minute right now unless somebody can hit him hard enough (laughs) <laughs> Lena just looks around and goes, well, shit. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> and you actually see a fire genasi with a backpack uh, hiking the mountain, and he just stops and stares at you and says, Hello? Uh, hi, where's the, where's the exit? Ha <laughs> ha! <laughs> he starts <Okay>. laughing. Um, <laughs> um, now, now back to the, you guys. You guys are heading into the the fortress now, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Can I yeah. say to Sam uh, before I leave? Um, point to the knight and say, uh, "Bad attack." <laughs> 
and so like he's great. gonna. Go. Yeah, so he'll he'll go to attack the knight too as you guys head in. I forgot and, we had um, Sam and Darian. Sweet, I know. This flesh golem is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Velvet just yells at the top of his lungs, hoping that it bursts through the, the you know the the layers of space and time itself, and just says, "Lena, meet us at the flame." <laughs> just try to try to send it into the ether and hope she picks up something. There you go. Cut to Lena being like, so you uh, lived here long? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, y- yes, actually, my entire life. Uh, I'm from the Brest City right down there, and you are getting severely sunburnt already. Oh, shit. You, should, you should follow me as he brings you into this small cave where you're out of the heat and not gonna, going to burn to death. That's good. Oh, perfect. <laughs> it's okay, I don't have eyebrows. It's fine. Now... The three of you, you guys enter through the giant iron doors and step into this, I guess you could call it a courtyard, but it does not look like one. Hmm. You, you step in and uh, this circular fort in it, you see a tower to the right and a building next to it. Connecting the two are these spiked wooden pikes sticking into the ground. Dead center in front of you, you see the giant silver flame, and you can really feel its heat radiating into your skin as you're standing here close. And while most flames are bright and you have to like squint to see them almost, this flame doesn't even hurt the eyes, yet glows brightly. It's a very odd thing about it. Uh, Surrounding that silver flame, there's this ditch that is slowly filling with necrotic water that you see is pouring from the northwest from this river that runs through the fortress here. To the left, you see this wooden platform and a column right near the silver flame as well. To the back, there's a tower. But throughout the area, the most prominent feature, even more than possibly the silver flame, is Verna. Twelve of her, to be exact. All standing at various places throughout the space. Each of them holding a scroll and speaking from it, concentrating, staring at the silver flame, and moving synchronously. Uh, as she flips through the scroll and you hear a voice call out as if surrounding you in the air. So we meet a final time. You really thought you could stop this from happening. You really thought you could get your poor mentor back, Bree. She's long gone. You're you're lying. And soon you'll all be gone too. My rise is imminent. Mere moments, I will destroy you all. As she finishes and you hear her laughing, Solkatesh, in this area, you feel the ground tremor once more. <laughs> and the, the core spawn worm bursts right next to that necrotic river in the area yeah. and is staring directly at you guys. And you actually see the lion Yes! Gets thrown, <laughs> gets thrown from the hole oh as it bursts God. out, thrown from its mouth onto the ground, and it rolls toward you, Velvet, and gets up, almost collapsing off of one of its legs, which looks wounded. And he looks to you with anger in his eyes and puts his injured leg down aggressively and stares back at the worm. Oh. And you actually feel a telekinetic connection as if he's trying to convey to you that he feels Bones is still alive. 
That's good to know. Thank you, Kitty. You're the best. Who's the best, Kitty? <laughs> Give him some kisses and pets because, hey, it's the end of the world, man. We all need some love. And he says, all right, keep keep doing what you're doing. And Velvet kind of surveys the room with the group and he turns around and looks at the closest cannon, which is kind of where their situation it seems like they're just behind him to the right. Right, Avery? Yep, there's one behind you and to the right. That's right. Yeah. And as you look up at it, you see this small creature, uh, Anothic, standing at the cannon, ready, pointed right at your group, and he's smiling. <laughs> Velvet's just gonna look back at them and say, All right, Sai, Bri, I trust you with my lives. I, I trust you both with my life. You know what to do. I'll try to cover us from the air, and I'm just gonna use Dimension Door to peer right next to this, <laughs> right next to the guy with the cannon. All right, so woof, you cast Dimension Door to move. You appear right next to the Nothic, and I need everyone to roll initiative for me as that Nothic lights the cannon and a cannonball goes blasting towards Sai and Bree on the ground. Oh, oh my no. god. D&D Legend of the Silver Flame will be right back after a brief message from our sponsors. If you're enjoying our epic adventure, be sure to check out our social media pages at the Fantasy Fantasia Podcast. As well, spread word about us to your family and friends so they can adventure with us too. Thank you. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. I am rolling. Oh, no. Okay. So I actually am a four for initiative. Woo, okay. That's a dirty 20 for Velvet. Not that it matters, but... Very nice, very nice. 14 for Bree. And Lena, you roll too, just uh, so we can take care of it now when you enter later. Sure. That's a 15. Okay. So, this cannibal launches at you guys, and uh, let me roll a hit with it. Okay, so he rolled a five. You guys see this cannibal coming, as Velvet pointed out, and you both jump out of the way as it splats into the mud where you once stood. Now, going first is going to be Velvet. You're standing right next to the Nothic that just launched that cannon. What would you like to do? Whew, okay. Uh, that's a great question, Avery. Um, I think I'm going to... I'm going to cast Sleep on him for now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Velvet doesn't have time, and he's feeling bad about having to uh, hurt those people with the sigils, but, you know, what can you do? And he's going to put him to sleep, so I just look at him, and I pull out my lyre, and I say... Even though it's the end of the world, never too late to catch shot eye. <laughs> and I'm going to try to put him to sleep. Um, so I guess I have to just... So the spell sends a creature into a magical slumber. Roll 5d8. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. I'm just going for the one, Avery. So do you need me to roll that 5d8? Yes, I do. do? Because okay. if you roll less than his hit points, he won't fall oh, asleep. Oh, I see. I got you. I got you. Okay. Okay, I got 36. 
Shit, that's not enough, unfortunately. As you try to send him to sleep, uh, his giant green eyeball begins to drift a little bit, but he actually takes a knife. Uh, he takes his claws and he digs them into his own stomach, which lurches him awake and he pulls it back out. So he deals himself a little bit of damage there, but he stares back at you and it will be confronting you soon. Okay. That's what I get for being nice, he says. I tried, man. I tried to make you sleep through this whole thing. <laughs> so anything that I do lived. now, I am guilt-free, Velvet says. <laughs> now, it come, it's coming up to Lena's turn. So, Sai, I want you to roll for Salmon against that death knight outside, still okay. continuing to battle with him. So that is a... That's a 24. Yeah, roll some damage. Okay. Uh, damage is two. Oh, 13 bludgeoning. Okay, so 13 bludgeoning damage. Actually, he gets two two slam attacks. And the second nice. one is a 23 to hit. Yes, that will hit as well. Okay, so it's saying uh, if it's hit, it's... Um, it, I just use the, the fixed one. It says hit 13, um, 2d8 plus 4 bludgeoning damage. Is that... Which one do I use? Do I do I need to roll, or do I, do I just use thirteen? I'll let you choose. You have the chance to roll higher than a thirteen, or you can just use okay. the fixed. Okay. Um. You know, what? I'll just use thirteen. Okay, so two thirteens will yep. bring it to twenty-six. So Twenty-six bludgeoning. Which means uh, he needs to beat a DC thirteen Constitution saving. Oh shit! Okay, so one slam and two slam as he matches this knight's strength and the knight gets sent rolling back backwards somersault and loses concentration on that banishment so in the plane of fire lena you're sitting there and this fire genasi is like you know it's actually really incredible i've never seen a human come so close to the city of brass i think it's been over three thousand years since we had any visitors from any plane and he's just really incessantly oh, talking about how exciting it is so many questions here. i mean can you tell me anything about the silver flame <laughs> And as you pronounce those S sounds in your sentence, you feel how dry your tongue and lips are from the sheer heat of this place. And he, he says, the silver flame. Oh, actually, I, I have a friend who knows about the silver flame very well. He's very interested in uh, the demonic world that parallels the mortal plane. Uh, in fact, he actually told me a little bit about it. And, and oh, no. as he says, and oh, no. suddenly, blip. Oh my God. <laughs> You're blipped out of existence and back into oh, the uh, the underplane, we'll call it. And right where you were banished, you're standing the right in front of the gate, and the gate is open, the force field is gone, and you see Sai and Bree standing there. Uh, what would you like to do on your turn? You're about 15 feet outside the door. I'm 50 feet outside the door. Um, I yell to Sai and Bree, and I say, Sai, Bree, I'm back. What's the plan? <laughs> Lena! Lena! Oh, oh my gosh, you're okay, you're okay. There are many Vernas. Okay, we need to take them out, right? That's our plan. Oh, yes. Yeah, if... if uh, I'm, I'm going to try to sense if any of them are actually Verna. And, and if they are, I'll... Let, let me try to... Try to help her. Um, Avery, can are any of them um, close enough for me to just throw two daggers at them? Just to kind of get a sense of, like, who might be, like, a, uh, just a, a double and who's the real Verna. Yeah, as you enter the scene, the one that's closest to the door on the ground, uh, a little bit up and to the left there, yeah. uh, it w is, with, it was within the best range of your daggers. And, and what about the one in the water too? Like, can I hit that one or the one to the, to the right? Because I have two attacks, uh, so I can throw two with daggers. With disadvantage, I'll allow you to attack either of those since it's pretty far. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so um, <laughs> the 
the one closest to me, I only got a 15. And right, with disadvantage, it's a 17. Okay, so you throw one dagger, and um, the, the worm actually quickly moves into the way and takes the dagger for her, wrapping around that, Verna. Mm -hmm. And then you go to launch the other one, and it's just too far. You end up tossing it into the silver flame, and poof, it oh. instantly uh, turns to ash. Um, as my bonus action, I'm going to go into <laughs> our new version of Rage 2.0, which doesn't have all the benefits, <laughs> but I'm seeing it as like the demonic energy coming off the chest plate kind of still gives her some resistances and advantage <laughs> on strength states. Yeah, totally, mark. totally. It's infused, man. Okay, cool. We'll say that. And that's and uh, I'm going to move up closer. I'm going to take my movement uh, closer to to the Vernas. Okay, uh, the one that's uh, wrapped in the worm now or the one that is to the right? Um, You know what? <laughs> the worm one? I don't know if I want to get close to that worm. I'll go to the one to the right. Okay, sounds good. So you begin making your way north, uh, getting closer that way. Yeah. Now, after Lena is Bree, uh, same scene. What would you mm -hmm. like to do? Um, is there anything she could do to try to, like, sense, like, because she knows Verna so well, is there anything she can do to try to sense where the real Verna is? Yeah, it, like, just based on feeling, I would say if you don't have a specific uh, spell for that or anything, like um, locate creature or something, I I'm going to say no. I think no. I do have that. Um, <laughs> the question just is, do you have it prepared? Yeah. It is one of the ones I have prepared, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try that. <laughs> All right, I'm glad I gave you that idea. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let, me, let me just read here. So, uh, describe familiar creature. As long as the creature is within a thousand feet, the spell can't locate a creature if running water at least 10 feet wide blocks a direct path between you and the creature. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so, you go to cast locate creature. And unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to say from where you're standing, you cannot locate her. You actually do not know where she is. Okay. Gotta start killing them. Yeah, I, I don't think she's in. She's any of the ones out here right now. I can't. I can't locate her. Good to know. Any movement, Bree? Um. Yeah, she's going to start moving um up the stairs. Up the stairs to the left. Okay, sounds yes. good. Uh, your movement takes you to the top platform where you see Verna is standing there. Can you roll perception for me? Sure. Okay, that is a 13. Uh, okay, so you step up there, and unfortunately you do not see the cliff of warding that is at the base of the stairs where that Verna is standing. Oh. You step directly on it, and oh, no. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me as this glyph under your feet begins to glow. <laughs> These are my favorite things, eh? <laughs> it's happened a few times. <laughs> okay, that is a 16. Okay, that's enough. Yes. So uh, as this thing is about to explode with acid damage, I'll say you actually take a leap forward and poof, it just misses encompassing you with acid as you roll and get that much closer to Verna standing there now. After Bree is the Nothic. So the one standing in front of you, Velvet, he's going to, he's gonna look at you and I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me as his green eye widens and its iris grows big and you see this weird swirling light in the center of it. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, that's a 19. 
Okay, you passed. Yes. So uh, this light that's swirling in its eye erupts from its eye like a laser, and it's about to sla smash you with necrotic energy, but you dive out of the way and roll, just narrowly missing it. Whew. After that, the Nothic is going to... Okay, he's going to take his movement away from the cannon, making his way along the wall, where you see there's a boulder on the side of the wall there, and he hops over the boulder onto the other side, uh, blocking view of him from you. Okay. That's the end of his turn. Now, the other two Nothics add their cannon. One takes a blast poof, at you, Lena, as you're running, and you hear the, the explosion of this cannon. You see this giant black ball hurling towards you, but you manage to just stop in your tracks as it blasts the mud right in front of where you would have run into as it misses you. The other cannon goes to... Cannot have sight on anybody else right now. Uh, he's going to hold his fire for now, actually. He's a little too far away. And after the Nothics, Sai, you are up. What would you like to do? Okay, I can I run within thirty feet of the the worm? For, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so uh, I'm going to try to charm monster. All right. Oh, yes, so that's I have I to make hoping. a saving th uh, save on it. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, it's a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom, and what do I have to beat? And you have to beat an 18. Wisdom plus four. Come on, babe. <gasps> it rolled an 18 plus four, 22. <gasps> so... Oh, you man. try to charm this worm, and its tentacles begin to sh uh, shake uh, as and actually droop for a moment. Oh. But then um, it releases this bit of fire from its back, the molten lava that composes its body, as it regains its composure and roars at you. All right, so that brings us back to Velvet on top of the wall. What would you like to do? Does Sam get a roll, or is he joining us? Would you like him to? I would like him to. Then he shall. Okay. Uh, he'll, I'll, he'll come in the next round. Okay, got it. So, Velvet, what would you like to do? Yeah, so now that the cannon is free, Velvet's going to take the chance here to run up to the cannon. And I know that that third one, Avery, they seem to make kind of like a triangle around this room. One of them is pretty far. Mm -hmm. Would I be able to hit the one closest to me if I shot a cannon towards that area? Ooh, like the one uh, to, the, uh, to the right there? Yes. Ooh, interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, totally. So you begin pushing on this cannon with all your might to slowly turn it in its place and point it right toward the other cannon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. You, you laboriously pick up one of the cannonballs from the pile next to the cannon and push it in. And uh, the Nothic, um, you just need a way to light it. Is there gunpowder inside this thing, Avery? Yeah, I'll say all you need is a little bit of a light. Well, then I'm going to cast... Can I cast heat metal or do I have to wait for, for my next turn? I was going to heat the ball. Ooh, let, it, let it fire uh, itself. Yeah, I love that. that that'll be your action. Uh, and, and the rest will take as your movement. Awesome. Velvet's like... <laughs> trying to lift this thing. It looks probably co very comical. And he's going to cast heat metal. And it, as it just starts to boil in my hand, I'm going to push it inside the... Uh, the, 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 the shaft there and uh, dodge down with my fingers in my ears and go fire in the hole and you call fire in the hole and there's a brief pause where nothing happens as you as the metal ball is slowly incubating getting hotter and hotter and hotter until after about four <laughs> seconds boom the cannon erupts and I need you to roll to hit and um, I need I need it to add add your 
Hmm, what would this even be? For fun, add wisdom to see if you line this baby up just right. Add wisdom, okay. Yeah. Okay. That is, wait, plus wisdom, 18. Okay, that'll definitely hit. So I'll roll some damage really quick for that. And this cannibal flies, soars just between the tower over that one building to the right. And the Nothic standing there is about to light, is getting ready with a cannonball to uh, launch his again, but looks over and sees this cannon, <laughs> lets out this screech as it blasts into the side of this cannon. You hear a giant dung as iron hits iron. And the Nothic gets sent flying off the fortress wall and that cannon gets destroyed and falls to the ground below. Yes! So it is no longer usable. Velvet yells down, one down, one to go. Keep going. Oh, hi, Lena. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back. Happy to be here. We did leave you. I do feel a little bit guilty about that. It's it's fine, Velvet. Just keep doing what you're doing. All right. <laughs> and Lena, after that conversation, uh, Verna is within reach. The first one there next to the silver flame. What would you like to do? Lena, um, <laughs> so she sees the other cannons and she goes, hmm, that's going to be a problem. And the purple worm. So she's actually going to press the... Um, the uh, femur of a shadow assassin button yes. on her chest plate. Um, so she has that ready. Um, but f And then when she turns into that kind of shadowy gaseous form, the first thing she's gonna do is just attack this Verna. So I got a 25 and a 21 to hit. Yes. Um, so save your second roll because okay, as 20, soon as yep. you- 25 to hit. Soon, as you go to slash through her, woof, you slash through an illusion, and her body just um, dissipates, and that Verna is now gone. I yell, one down. Um, am I able to take my movement and try and throw a dagger at another one? Um, yeah, you'd actually be able to take your movement back so that back you can get sight the... on the one on top yeah, of the yeah, column yeah. there. Okay, so I will roll a separate attack then because I'm using a dagger. Okay. Um, that's 22 to hit. Yep, and again, as you toss that dagger at that Verna, whoosh, it goes through her head, and that one dissipates as well. Sweet. Now, um, oh, go ahead. Uh, as that one dissipates, the, you hear this tiny explosion as the tower lights up, and it base explodes at, the sh at its base, and the tower what? slowly turns what? and begins to fall right towards you, and I need you to make a dexterity saving <gasps> oh, throw no. to jump out of the way. Oh, dear. Thank God I have advantage. That's yeah. still not great. That's a uh, that's an eleven. That's oh, enough. No. That's enough. Oh, You've seen this thing coming. Go. You had ample time. And it's not. Oh, what's that movie where they keep running like vertically away from the thing instead of going to the Prometheus. side? Prometheus. Oh. The Prometheus. You school don't of pull a. <laughs> you don't pull a Prometheus. You just <laughs> dive to the side and manage to get out of the way as it smashes into the mud. Okay, I'm assuming there are shadows because we have a silver flame casting shadows. So I'm going to use a oh, bonus yeah. action to shadow nice. stealth and uh, hide. Awesome. Ooh, that's cool. Ooh, yeah, cool. So you have some options to hide. You can make it all the way up. What's the range? 60 feet? I didn't actually say. I didn't say. I didn't see it anywhere. It just said, while in dim light or darkness, you can take the hide action as a bonus action. That's all I have. Oh, so it's not like a teleportation thing. It's a, uh, okay, I understand. So near you, that that column immediately has given you, a, it's casting a shadow. Yeah, yeah I so guess wh whatever's close. 
Perfect. So uh, roll stealth for me. I wish I had proficiency. That's a 16. 16. Okay. So you dive behind the column and woof, um, immediately become one with the shadows in your shadowy form as you are almost composed of shadows along with your flesh and skin. Hell yeah. Um, can I, oh, can I have done one more thing before I went into the shadows? If it's very fast, yes. Yeah, if Darian's <laughs> around, I'm going to yell at him and I'm going to say, get out your crossbow and start shooting Verna's <laughs> if he's with us. I forgot to roll Darian's initiative. <laughs> Honestly, dude, it just plays into your hand because everybody forgets Darian. You know? <laughs> it's, it's so <laughs> You're fighting the whole time and he's right. like, I am fighting. <laughs> I rolled initiative. Shut up, Darian. No, you didn't. We'll say, we'll say uh, he's scared shitless as he's standing there. Jaw agape. And after you yell that, it spurs him to action. He shakes himself free of his uh, fright. And he says, I got your back. I got your back, Lena. And finally pulls out uh, his hand crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who has a ranged weapon here? <laughs> Now, after Lena is Bree, you are up on that platform face to face with Averna standing right in front of you. She's focusing on that scroll, staring at the silver flame, speaking in Infernal at a very quick pace. What would you like to do? Yeah, um, she's just going to look at the Verna and just, yeah, she's just going to hurl a firebolt at her. All right, roll the hit. And that's a 16 to hit. So 16, uh, Will is actually going to miss. Oh no. Uh, as you hurl this firebolt at her, um, we'll say that with unfathomable speed almost, she very quickly ducks out of the way as if it's like a frame down and a frame back up. Like, doof, doof, like that quick. And can you roll insight for me? Sure. Um, okay. Oh, Hoppling lock. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a 19. Okay. So based off the reaction that uh, this Verna had to your attack, to get out of the way, because um, there's no other way I could spin it, uh, hmm. you get the sense that you're, you, you think this isn't her. You think this isn't the right one. Okay. So that, yeah, that gives Brie a little bit more confidence knowing that. Of course, so. the real one's way at the other end of the room. <laughs> <laughs> who, oh, knows? Yeah. who knows? Who knows? Um, is, is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn, Brie? Um, for her bonus action, she's going to bring out her spiritual weapon. Nice. Right on. Okay. Mm -hmm. So your emerald green uh, sword instantly appears right next to you at your side. Your best friend in battle. Yep. <laughs> now... It's the Nothic's turn. So the Nothic finally, the one on the left finally has pushed that cannon to point right at you, Bree, on that platform. And he goes to make his attack against you. And a nine will not hit you. So he <laughs> he blasts that cannon as he's cackling, laughing. And he actually misjudged where he's supposed to point this thing. And the cannonball takes out the entirety of that half wall that's facing the flame. <laughs> as stone hmm. goes flying. And that half wall no longer exists. And oh. the other one is dead, and the other one behind that is hidden, and he is actually staying there for now. So after those Nothics, Darian is up. Darian! <laughs> Come on, Darian. He, he surveys the area, and he begins 
making his way toward the Verna that is to the far right in that open mm. area by those buildings. And um, he gets right under that tower and he takes and he goes to shoot his shot with his crossbow, lands the hit, and instantly that Verna, as the crossbow goes through her stomach, woof, dissipates and is not the correct one. And he yells, damn it, not this one either. <laughs> and that is going to be his turn with that. After Dorian, we have Sai. So Sai, okay. uh, you're closer to the core spawn worm. What would you like to do? All right, I am, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna try to charm him again. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, another wisdom yeah. saving wisdom. throw. Another wisdom, sounds good. 16 plus four. I'm so sorry. Uh, he, he ended up rolling a dirty oh. 20 after this. I am so sorry. <laughs> Such I'm a really, wise worm. I know. He's really <laughs> not. Like, <laughs> he just has, rolling um, so well. <laughs> he used, he has proficiency in it. So it's uh, weird. He's set up with a negative one. Like okay. his wisdom is eight. But then I think oh. whoever made this put proficiency in wisdom to give him a plus four. Okay. <laughs> uh, for a saving throw. So un unfortunately, uh, okay. that, hey, you try to charm him again. And he just stares at you. And, and I'll say you can feel the heat erupting from his body a little bit. And as you try to charm him, fear takes over your mind and you just don't be able to, you aren't able to get a hold on him. Okay. All right. Anything else, Zach? Um, I'm actually going to run because I'm, I'm kind of head towards the left. I'm going to try to run uh, still within 30 feet of the worm, but I'm heading towards that. Um, I guess it's like a tower or not a tower, but like a, a raised platform on the left right near the like kind of water. But there's a Verna on top of it. Yep. Yeah. The wooden platform there. Yeah. The wooden pl platform. OK, so, yeah, that's where I'm headed. OK, I'll say you take that long arc and it takes you just to the foot of the stairs. OK, perfect. Now, after Sai is the core spawn worm. So I think I missed his turn too. God damn it. That's what you get yep. for a negative one initiative core spawn yep. worm. That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he, as you're making your way around Sai, he's going to make one attack with his barbed tentacles against you okay. and does a 16 hit. Um, it, well, uh, hold on. Let me just say there. Um, well, okay. I, I, my, I would uh, put up my shield. That's my reaction. Okay. Yeah, so it would not. All right, so yeah, as he's running at you, his giant mouth is coming at you, those tentacles surrounding his mouth reach out to grapple you and to cause you some piercing damage. But last second, you wave your arm in a circle and this brief moment of arcane energy surrounds your body and the tentacles repel off your body, will ping and fly back as he's unable to grab you. Whew. Now, his second attack, he looks up to the platform where you're standing, Bree, and he launches at you for a bite attack. And mm. does, okay, 25 will definitely hit. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be taking, oh, that wasn't great, uh, 18 piercing damage as he sinks okay. its large teeth into your body. And then I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Okay. That's a 15. Okay, so it sinks its teeth in. You feel its long, slippery tongue begin to wrap around your body. And as you try to get out of its grapple, you're unable to as it gets a tight hold around your body and it flicks into its mouth as you get swallowed by the worm. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, we oh lost no. our cleric. 
You are blind in the worm as you begin to slowly get swallowed down, but then you bump into something and you hear a voice say, Who's there? Who's there? And and you can barely feel and see Bones with his arms and legs extended, holding the worm's throat to the best of his ability, uh, keeping a block in its throat. Bones, Bones, it's Bree. Get me out of here! Get me out of here! I'll try. I'll try. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll get out of this. Oh, I'm so glad you're you're alive. Velvet's been so worried just, about you. Shut up! Just get me out of here! He's screaming at you, uh, surprised at how calm you sound in this moment. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see here. That Nothic now is going to try to take another shot with its cannon. Uh, this time at you, Sai, you're the only one he can actually currently see, okay. um, besides Velvet, who's a little too far away. And oh, he just, these nothings are bad. He, he <laughs> points that cannon, but he's trying to follow you. And by the time he is able to launch, he just launches it somewhere where you were five okay. steps ago, unable to keep up with your uh, incredible speed at your age. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Darian, he begins running back, and he witnesses Bree get swallowed by this worm. <laughs> so he screams. He's like, no, Bree! He runs up as fast as he can, and he's going to make two attacks with his rapier. And both hit, I believe. Let's take a look here. Level yes. five, baby. Both hit. <laughs> and That's then right. since he's a dual wielder, he's going to take one more stab with his scimitar there. Okay, and that misses. So we're going to roll twice for his damage here. And that is going to be eight, what damn, 18 damage. Now the worm, when he get, takes damage, let's see. He regurgitates them if... 30 damage or more on a single turn from a creature inside. Okay, so unfortunately, Darian is unable to do enough damage to this thing for the worm to regurgitate you guys, but he does sink that damage in. <laughs> Velvet, you are standing currently on top of the uh, platform there, I believe, uh, where the cannonball is. What would you like to do? Yes. Uh, so because the, uh, the other cannon couldn't shoot me, do I presume that I can't shoot them either? Uh, it's a safe assumption. Yeah, I'd be with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, Avery, with Dimension Door, it says that I can bring something with me that doesn't exceed my carry weight. Does that mean that, like, I can't just shoot the cannonball into a Dimension Door and it get there, right? Like, I'd have to go with it, and that would probably huh. be very dangerous. Technically, you can carry the cannonball itself. Right, but, but I would have to be... Launched, <laughs> You'd have to be touching it, essentially, as it launches. <laughs> that is so fucking dangerous. Um, can Velvet put himself... Can I fit in a cannon? Yes. Yes, you could. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Velvet's going to oh do it. Velvet's going gonna to look at it. And he's like, damn, it's too far away. Oh, well, I, 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 I can't come back down there if, if all the cannons are... All right. There's only one thing to do. <laughs> and, and um Avery just a quick question how much gunpowder and like other aids of explosions are there around me right now uh definitely enough uh, the Nothics had those materials on hand to keep shooting okay so really quickly Velvet's just gonna put like a little just sprinkle as much gunpowder all over the cannon and like its wheels as he can the one that he's on now he basically wants to this explosion to explode this cannon too when he leaves it behind Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, I just want to rig this thing to go boom. And I pack like a bunch of gunpowder and I hope it doesn't kill me. <laughs> and I, I, 
I get in there and I hold the can and I say, all right, let's hope this works. And I've I've already lit the match a few seconds ago as I crawled in and I'm just praying oh, to God. praying to the sweet God of music. Sweet oh. God of music, please allow me to live longer so I may serve your beautiful self for the rest of my days as an old man. <laughs> oh, God. The cannon. <laughs> the cannon. Fires in the right at the tail end of your sentiments to the gods, and first you take ten fire damage from the sheer fire that, uh, totally that just fair. went on your ass, and then uh, where where are you flying? You're arced in the air at breakneck speed. I am heading right to the other cannon that I can't reach. Okay, so oh, yeah, nice. you're, you are arcing through the air, Sai, as you're running. You see, hear Velen <laughs> overhead as he's flying, and you're definitely Hello, coming. In, you're coming into that cannon, and you're coming in fast, Velvet. Oh, really no. fast. What do you want to do? Yeah, I'm just flying towards the other cannon. He's just you're like fuck, and um, I'm gonna. Oh, I really don't have a whole lot of. <laughs> Can I cast levitate so that he doesn't fall? Is it a reaction? It's not, no. Then no. Oh, okay, sorry. okay, sorry no, 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 that's that's okay. You know what, as I'm flying towards the cannon, um, do, do I get a whole other move here, Avery? Like, do I treat this as, as, a, as a second move, basically, or no? Uh, hmm, I'll say that was your action. You have bonus action left. I, I have a bonus action, okay. Um, well, I can't really do too much for a bonus action, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna try. I, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to. Dude, there's no good way out of this. I'm gonna. So, because right now the cannonball is like in front of me, I kind of want to just push the cannonball forward and hopefully create some space between me and the, and the impact. I, there's not really much more I can do. Okay, and. Um, roll. <laughs> Roll the hit and then add your add your wisdom again. Add my wisdom, okay. That is going to be a 16. 16, okay. So you're flying, your trajectory is straight and true. So good, in fact, as you're flying breakneck speed, that it's going to hit the Nothic standing at this cannon. Uh, it'll oh! hit them both. So as you push <laughs> okay. forward, the cannonball hits the Nothic, and then you hit the Nothic too, hitting oh! the fleshiest, softest that you possibly can, <laughs> taking seven bludgeoning damage as you smash into him and the cannonball takes out that cannon too and the nothing that was with it is like a squished mess and you land on that wall uh barrel into the cannonballs that are there and they break your rolling off the wall uh to the floor below oh i i look back and do i see the cannon that i just left has that also been exploded by my uh, overuse of gunpowder it's a smoking fiery mess on the other Ooh, side. Oh, Velvet just like <laughs> sprawls down on the like half exploded cannon and just, oh my God, I need, I, I got to ask Porter for mushrooms after this. Fuck. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bones. <laughs> and I just remember it. I spring up and that's it. <laughs> okay. And as you yell out, Bones, Lena, you're hiding in the shadows right now, right next to that column. Uh, you see right. there's a Verna to the north. Right. Um, with yeah, yeah, range. yeah. What would you like yeah, to yeah. do? Um, so I'm just uh, double checking. Since I'm hidden, I should have an advantage on um, my first attack. Is usually how it works. If just you're checking. hidden, I, if I believe hidden, so. If you're hidden, the next yeah. attack. Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Okay. Oh, that didn't help. Okay, <laughs> so I got a, a 22 to hit and a 15. A 22 will definitely. So I want to do one, and then I'll. And if I can hit another one, I will. But yeah, 22 for the first one. Okay, so that Verna that's uh, to the north right. With the dagger. 
there. Or yeah. unless I can attack, unless I can attack with just my regular weapon. Uh, yeah, you definitely can. If you actually, you, you know, the ahead. other ones are farther. Mm. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I'll do that. Yep, I'll run up and attack once, and then if I can use my dagger for the next one, I will. Okay, you take the full extent of your movement and stab through mm -hmm. her, and then um, you look around, and the closest one now is uh, the one that's on that uh, platform, that building to yeah. the right there, uh, behind is half cover. Is it about covered. 60? Mm -hmm. So I can't hit it. It's, it's about 60 feet away? You can. It's just a little harder. Okay. Can I do with disadvantage or something? An attempt? Um, it adds to her AC, so I'll just have you roll to hit. Okay, then I got the, my second roll was a 15, so I don't know if it'll hit. Oh, right, right, okay, okay. Uh, so you go to launch that second dagger, and unfortunately, it just sinks into the wood of the spikes uh, surrounding that, and it unfortunately misses as your dagger's stuck there. I am so glad I bought 15 daggers. <laughs> yeah, you just have 15 daggers hanging around your person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can I, uh, if I can do another thing before I attempt to hide again, um, Lena's just going to bellow out in a really loud yell and just say, so the champion of Soul Contest is hiding behind all this magic and won't just face the champion of Rack. One to one, huh? Ooh. Oh, nice. Hiding behind your doubles like a coward. Well, ro roll persuasion for me. Okay. I'm gonna use Kim's dice because it's always nicer to me. Yay! You yell Idiots. that out, and a voice emanates from above again, surrounding the area. <laughs> and there's no response after that. Okay, and I'll bonus action hide, and <laughs> I don't know if I do, because that's a seven. Uh, you rolled seven for stealth? Yeah. Okay, well, you do take a hidden position. You kind of, uh, there, there are shadows cast um, in that area right where you are, so you kind of duck down mm. into one and um, with a seven stealth. And after Lena is Bree. So you are in the throat of this mm -hmm. core spawn worm with bones. Yeah. What would you like oh, to do? No. So um, she's going to yell to bones, like, keep down, and she's going to cast a guiding bolt through the worm to try to blast a hole through it so they can get oh. out. I, you don't have to roll the hit. It's all, it's everywhere around you. Just roll damage. Nice. Oh, awesome. Okay. And as you're rolling damage, I'll, he yells, where do I have to keep down? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's 25 damage. Nice. 25 damage. So you blast the inside of this guy with radiant energy. Uh, is it radiant or is it electric? Yeah, it is radiant. Radiant. Okay. Um, and you blast through the radiant energy uh, gets through a significant portion of its esophagus and its skin and you can touch its scaly outside it wasn't enough to get all the way through but you punched a very significant hole okay awesome and um your 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 uh, glowing short sword actually is casting a little bit of glowing light as it's just floating Ooh. next to you in the space. Awesome! Yeah, so I'm gonna for my bonus action try to make an attack with my spiritual weapon. So again, just roll damage for me since uh, it's right there. It, it's it's all surrounding you. Okay, that's six damage. 
That's enough. That exceeds 30. So uh, rather than regurgitating you, which is normally what happens, I'll say your emerald short sword strikes at the skin and cracks it open for a small hole. And Velvet, uh, from where you're standing, as uh, you're looking at this worm, you see this hole uh, explode in the light of the emerald green short sword. And you can barely see Bones' terrified face and Bree in there as well through the hole of this worm. Yes, Bree! Yes! Oh, yeah, you did it! He's starting to dance right now. <laughs> Bree, yeah, Bree just, like, pulls bones out of there. Yeah, you have your movement, so you guys jump out and fall uh, about 25 feet to the ground. And, um... I'm going to say you guys are falling together and bludgeoning as you hit the ground. Uh, you just oh, take three bludgeoning damage yeah, as you okay. smack into the mud together. Yeah. Hmm. Good job, Bree. Yes. After um, that, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was to say, Avery, sorry, I know it's not my turn, but I feel like we've gotten rid of about six Vernas. Can you remind us <laughs> yeah. which ones are yes, left? Yes, thank you. There's the one on the tower that is uh, north. Uh, it's Far in north, the tower. Yeah. You can see it through yep. the window. There's one on the tower to, uh, behind you, Lena, um, standing up there. There's one to the right mm -hmm. on top of that building. There's mm -hmm. one standing in the necrotic river of water uh, that's mm -hmm. flowing into the ditch around the silver flame. There's one still mm -hmm. on the wooden platform. And then there's mm -hmm. one beyond that river in the far northwest corner. Hmm. So most of the platforms and then the river. Yes. Cool. Okay, but no, nobody on the ground. I think we've gotten rid of most of the ones on the ground, yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, the other one is uh, the one the purple worm was wrapped around as right. well as still there. Yeah. Oh, wow. We so there's a lot left. three on Shit. the ground, and then there's four in towers. Really? Oh, Holy shit. Oh, okay. Platforms, hmm. yeah. okay. And there's so many. <laughs> So after Bree just happened, the Nothics are all gone. Uh, the, the one that was left fled the area. He's like, fuck this, I'm out. Uh, that brings us to Darian. Now the purple worm has moved from surrounding um, from surrounding the one Verna there. So he's gonna run up and take his attack. Uh, yeah, he rolls an 18 plus. So he slashes through with his rapier and that Verna instantly disappears. But upon her disappearing, uh, her body turns suddenly dark and this sphere of magical darkness surrounds Darian and he's completely out of sight as there's this dome of darkness around him. Oh no, 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 no Darian. After that, Bones is up. So he he's still holding on to his short sword that he has and nothing else. And he he turns to Bree. He's like, "How can I? How, how can I help?" Just uh, try to try to find Velvet and stick with him. We're, we're, we're attacking as many of the people as we can. He screams, "Velvet, Bones!" Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he, he, he knocks you and he's, he looks around trying to see the best way to make it up to you, sees the wooden platform, those stairs, takes his movement and he gets to the top of the wooden platform there, which is in line with the top of the wall you're standing on now, Velvet. Oh, okay. And that's going to be Darian's turn. Or so that's going to be Bones' turn, which brings us to Sai. Now, Sai, your movement took you to the bottom of those wooden stairs. If, right. uh, if I'm, so what would you yes, like to do? Yes, that's correct. Okay, now uh, the uh, correspond worm is still alive, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, oh, actually, I was going to ask you, um, uh, does Sam get a turn? 
Now he has made it, now that a round has passed. Yes, he is in the air. Okay. So Sam comes in, um, and uh, Sai kind of points to, let's, the, I guess the closest Verna is the one on the tower, kind of in the middle of yeah, the Yeah, middle right the there. Arena. Okay, and then Sai says, go get that Verna. All right, so um, would you like him to enter? The, how would you like him to go get up on that platform? Okay, is, are there stairs? It looks like I, I thought there might be some way of... Is there a way of getting up? There are stairs on... Uh, okay, so just entering through the tower is what you want. Uh, yes. Okay, so he enters into the tower, and he sees as he enters, it's a pretty empty tower. It seems like it was constructed recently, and there are stairs that wind up to a hatch at the top. But as he enters in, I need him to roll perception for me. Okay. Um, now what, what is perception? That is a wisdom saving throw? Or a wisdom modifier? Okay, so that's a 17. Okay, so as he runs into the tower, he sees the stairs, begins to make his way. But then the floor catches his attention as he sees some of the brick is actually misshapen or, or uh, loosely put together, and he stops. And just as his toe, as he slides to a stop, his toes creep onto this area and the bricks begin to fall and a pit Ooh. trap is revealed to him, which he can oh. now step around and uh, does not have to <laughs> fall into. Oh, good, um, good, good, good. <laughs> so I'll say uh, on his next turn, he'll be able to make it to the very top and okay. uh, we can go from there. But Sai, cool. you're standing at the base of the wooden stairs. What would you like to do? Yes, and Bones is now up there, correct? Yes, he is. Okay. So, um, you know what? He's going to look at the, the correspond worm and he's going to say, all right, I got a reputation to protect the worm king. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Yes, nice. And roll for, for wis uh, wisdom saving throw. You're going to try to charm it again? Holy fuck. I'm going to try to charm it again. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Kim, I shit you not. No! I crit. What'd you get? Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> I am literally so sorry. <laughs> so the dice this have thing spoken. is just. I am not. I <laughs> somehow this thing keeps resisting your charm monster, and yeah, I'm sorry it fails. That's okay. I have to change my name to the Purple Worm King apparently because it doesn't look like a worm. It's a bit more of a niche now. <laughs> All right, so that was your action. But is there anything else you'd like to do? Um, so if Bones is taking care of the Verna on the top, um, I'm actually going to, um, I'm going to move toward, I'm going to move kind of on the edge of the water so I can okay. aim towards the Vernas. Okay. As you get onto the edge, you're about 15 feet away from that Verna. Okay. All right. That's it. All right. So after Sai is the correspond worm. Now he just spit out Bree, bones went fly, uh, running, and he, ooh, he looks around the battlefield. He has a job to do, protect the Vernas. So he's going to burrow. He burrows back into the ground and takes his movement underground as the ground is shaking and bones standing on that platform. It begins to rumble and he's he's going to sacrifice one of the Vernas to try to take two of you out as he blasts the wood of the platform and um, its structure begins to lose its stability and it begins toppling over and is going to crash on top of Sai as Bones is on top of as well. Sai needs to make a deck save for me and Bones is going to make one as well. Oh my goodness. Oh man. Okay. Alright, let me 
17. Okay, so you pass as you see the the crashing and crumbling of wood coming your way. Uh, you manage to jump out of the way to the side, but Bones unfortunately gets uh, covered in all this wood and falls underneath of it, and he oh, takes no. some damage as he's currently uh, restrained, uh, prone under uh, a pile of wood. And that's going to be the worm's turn, and that is three rounds that have passed. And with each round of combat that's going by, you feel the flame's heat grow bigger and bigger, and the flame itself growing larger and taller. And you feel this energy beginning to swirl above you as the ritual is getting closer and closer to completion. Velvet, you have just watched bones crash underneath the wood from your point on the wall there. What would you like to do? Ah, well, he's pretty close to one of those Vernas up there, if I'm not mistaken. So that Verna that was on the wood also got taken out as an illusion. Oh, well, this changes everything. Uh... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. Um, so Velvet is looking. He's looking at Bones. He's looking at... Uh, right now, there's still a, a hefty amount of Vernas, so he, he just doesn't see any choice in it. He's going to cast Crown of Stars on himself. And he's going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm coming for you, Bones, just not not quite yet. And so my my, Roy, my uh, rainbow, my Roy G. Biv Crown of Stars appear <laughs> above me. And I look at all the Vernas before me. Because um, I'm sorry, let me just pull it up. They, they have a quite long range. These are... Um, like 120 feet or something? 120, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you can reach... All of them, except for the one on the far right. On the far right? Okay. So Velvet's, yeah, he's he's going to look at kind of all of them before him, and I'm going to see the one closest to me. I'm not sure where the closest one is at this point. Uh, the one closest would be the one in the necrotic water. Okay. I'm going to send uh, Blue. I'm going to send Blue, my blue star, right at that Verna. Okay. Uh, roll the hit for me. Roll the hit. Okay. <laughs> that is... 21. Oh yeah, that'll hit. So this blue star arcs through the sky with its beautiful color and smashes into that Verna and it also dissipates as an illusion again. Not the right one yet. <gasps> Shit. Alright. Um, so I guess as a bonus action, I'm going to look at a uh, Sai seems to be the closest I guess because the building collapsed and he goes Sai I um yes. I, I I've always been jealous of your knee bends in case I die I have to say I really love your flexibility I'm gonna use a bardic inspiration on Sai there yes. <laughs> I Sai which I love the knee bends the, 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 honestly uh, you made it fashionable for me it's it's really cool so you get then you spelled it <laughs> so what, what does that mean I get um like you, an extra die you get to add a d10 D10. Oh, D10. Nice. So I believe it's an attack roll or uh, just like a roll to hit, right, Avery? It's like roll anything you need. Yep, attack roll, saving throw, or ability cool. check. Cool. Nice. Oh, okay. nice. Hell yeah. Any movement, Velvet? You know, I guess I'm just going to move close enough that that one on the far end of the room will be within striking distance as soon as it can be for me. So I'll take my okay. 25 feet of movement just in that direction. So I, I, I want them all within striking distance eventually. Okay, to get close enough, you'll have to jump off the wall and get on the ground. That's what I shall do. 
All right, roll some. Uh, it's a pretty high fall if you want to just take it and uh, roll dexterity for me, or if you have another way of getting down. No, I'm going to just take it and try to roll dex. All right, let's do it. Acrobatics. Okay. okay. Oh, yes. That is a dirty 20. <laughs> you swan dive off the side of this wall, somersault <laughs> through the air. Use the moment that circular momentum from your flip to lead into your parkour roll on the ground unscathed. Oh, God, that felt good. <laughs> awesome. And after Velvet is Lena. So we left you. You're hidden in the north right part of the uh, area, I believe. Right. right. What would you yeah. like to do? Um, North right. Uh, I'm going to, if I can, go after a few more Vernas. Um, and I will use daggers if I have to, because this is the end game. <laughs> Might as well use them up. I will use all of these, I got damn a, it. You can't take your daggers with you. I got a 20 and a 29 to hit. Nice. All right. Which so, ones are you going after? Um, I mean, I am close to, wait, which, there's the one on the far, far right. I know yep. Velva was going after that one, but unless there's two on the ground that I can hit Avery. Uh, I'd say your best bets are the one on the far, far right and the one yeah. south of you on the top of the tower, because that other one's in the tower to the north, so you actually don't have right. sights on her from where you're standing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, then I'll do those two then. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the 29 will hit. The 20 won't, though, because of that half cover. So I'll say you right, hit the one that's, that's on the right, the far right there, as you whip a dagger, and it just flies over your previous dagger, slashes through that Verna's head, and... She also disappears as an illusion, Verna. I'm I'm going to use my movement to get closer to hmm. It doesn't any of them. I'll go closer to the far far right one since she's under half cover in case Velvet misses. And um, as I do, can I try again and just yell, "Come on, Verna, we're taking you out one by one. Show yourself, you coward. I already took out Souls lieutenant before and I take out like Lord Thana's hand and I'm just like and I'm pretty sure I can take you on too come on hmm. I'll try one more time to get her to roll persuasion herself. with my negative one. Oh, come on yep. that's a 14 unfortunately there's still no response to your cries she goes god damn it now I'm just gonna try and hide again okay. I got a, a 20 dirty 20 Dirty 20. Okay, so you're hidden very well as you press yourself uh, closer to that building on the right you said you were moving toward? Yeah, to the far, yeah, just because it's like the covers fucking us up every time. So yeah, I'll get So you took to out that, that one on top of the far right building. The one that's left is the tower south of that one. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, then I'll go to that tower. That tower. Okay, sounds good. And Sam is in that one, right? Yes, he is. Okay. All right, so Bree, you are on the ground where you were spat out from the, well, you actually, you exited the worm through your <laughs> own means, uh, impressively. What would you like to do to lay the okay. scene for you? The Vernas that are left are the one to the far north left beyond the river there, the one mm -hmm. in the tower to the north, and the one mm -hmm. in the tower to the right. There's three left. Okay. Um, she's gonna try to hit the one that's to the far north uh, beyond the river okay and what are Come you trying on, to do um with her yeah uh firebolt she's gonna try to roll the firebolt okay. okay so that is a 21 to hit that'll hit and yes, as you launch yes. a firebolt mm. across that river it that's blasts 19 damage. Oh. It blasts a hole through the body, and that one 
disappears as well oh. as an illusion. And there are two left. Okay, we got two left. So, sorry, and which are the two, two that are left? The one on the far tower and North the Tower one on the... and the and the right tower. The okay. The North Tower and the Right Tower. Okay. Bree, any movement or bonus actions? Um How far away is the right tower from where I am? Uh, I'd say you you can get uh, pretty close to the base of it with a uh, turn of movement. Okay. Um, yeah, because I want to use my movement to get close to the tower. And yeah, then for, for sure. bonus action, I want to, like, bring my spiritual weapon with me closer. Yeah, so you begin hightailing it across the battlefield, trying to seek out these Vernas still. Um, <laughs> and you even see Lena run at the same time as she dips into the shadows toward that tower as well and just catch Salmon as he runs in from the bottom half of it too. <laughs> if this is the real one, we'll need backup. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> and that brings us to Darian. Now, he was he's left alone with this worm. Oh, shit, Darian. And he kind of, he's looking shit, at his raker and looking up at this thing. He's like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> and he disengages from it and also runs toward that tower. Thank God, run. <laughs> Lena yells, good job, Darian, run. Uh, so he's running right alongside with you, Bree. He's like, yeah, I can't take that. I'm good. I know my limits as he's running with yeah. you. <laughs> and uh, that, that'll be Darian's. Actually, uh, yeah, because he took the disengage action. So that is Darian's turn, which brings <laughs> us to Sai, standing at the edge of that necrotic river. Okay, what would you like to do? and nobody's running to the north tower, correct? Correct. Okay, as um, <laughs> but the Verna is inside the tower. Right? Inside, yep. Is there an opening that a small flight, uh, flighted creature could fly through? Yes, there are uh, small windows that you can see through. Okay. Um, could I do it as a giant eagle? Beyond as a giant eagle, no. Okay, regular eagle? Since, as a regular eagle, yes. All right, so he polymorphs, <laughs> or no, he's he's using his shape changer to not use the spell slot. Nice, and nice. And he uh, changes into an eagle and flies into the tower. Okay, so you take your full eagle's movement, flying through the air, and you fly into the tower, and what you see on the second floor here is, again, an empty room. You see Verna standing there, but you also see somebody else. You see oh, a, no. a Lord of Dust standing there. With a staff in, in the Lord of Dust outfit. Shit. And he, he looks to an eagle he's like, <laughs> uh, there. He's like, what the hell? And and, uh, he, he, and you are now in the tower. Uh, what, would you, what would you like to do? Okay. Um, so I can attack, right? Your polymorph, your shape change, is it a bonus action or action? Uh, it's an, um, let's see. I can, I think it's an action because it's a, a type of polymorphing. Then all you have is a bonus action left. Okay, I don't know. Do I have any bonus actions? No. All right. So we'll end with you there then. The core spawn worm reels around at the multiple people running toward that south tower, takes its movement right up, and is going to make two attacks. One against you, Bree, with its barbed tentacles, and a 21 will hit, and that'll be... Oh, 36 damage as it, <gasps> as oh these barbed God. tentacles slash you and pierce you, wrapping around you. And now that it's hit you, you're grappled 
once again <laughs> as these tentacles wrap around you and begin picking you up into the air. And it'll be a DC 18 to escape on your turn. The okay. other attack it makes will be against Darian since he's right there too with it. And a 29 will definitely hit Darian. And he takes 28 damage <gasps> as he, he is bitten into. So that really hurts him, and he is bleeding profusely, and he needs to make that dexterity saving throw, which as a fighter, shit. Okay, good. He rolled 17 plus, so he manages to just release itself from the teeth as it goes to swallow him. He actually parries the tongue as it launches at him, and it wraps around his rapier, and he slashes down to pull his hand out of it, and the worm reels back, and that's its turn. Now, that is four rounds down. The heat of the silver flame is becoming very similar to the plane of fire, Lena, as you feel it blasting oh, no. against your back, growing so huge. It's, it's rising above the fortress in size. It's getting very, very close. Velvet, you are now on the ground uh, in a pretty centralized area south of the silver flame. What would you like to do? Yeah, I think Velvet just saw the havoc that that worm caused, and he saw, you know, I think the the kind of gist of where everyone is gone, and he's like, oh, this worm is such a problem. I I I, I can't let it get get behind it and cause any more havoc on the tower. He's gonna cast fear, and he's nice. my last level spell slot for this third level spells here. And I'm gonna cast fear, and I'm gonna try to scare this worm. Okay, so uh, you go to immediately cast fear, and as you try to penetrate its mind, its mind starts to penetrate you almost, and you feel your fear becoming reversed, and you feel this, like, knock in your head, and that knock, poof, as it kind of sends your head back, you realize that this thing is immune to being frightened. Mm, and the fear oh does no. not work on it. Shit. Oh. Okay, 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 okay. Oh well, that's it for me then. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I got this. Any movement, Velvet? No. Okay. So, after Velvet, we go back to Lena running into the tower. What would you like to do? So, Lena starts running into the tower. Um, no, I think she saw Sam or whoever going up yeah. there already. Um, yes. She uses her earring quickly and says, Guys, Get rid of those two Vernas. I'm gonna take out this purple worm as best I can. And she looks <laughs> down at her armor and looks at the center button. Oh no. <gasps> and she oh, just no. looks at she oh, looks no. at Darian and Bree and she goes, oh, no. please don't kill me. <laughs> and I think she's gonna press it. They're like, at, this is like the this is an emergency. I don't know. It seems like an emergency. Holy Oh god, okay. don't die. God. So you press the center button and you feel heat immediately start to wrap around your body from the armor as all four buttons light up and energy begins to slowly glow and reach its way toward the center button and swirl around it in a circle. And you feel pain, panic, hurt as all four buttons engage at the exact same time. The Elder Oblex, the Shadow Assassin, Fena's oh, heart, and what was the <laughs> other? The, the Bone Devil. Bone all devil, four yeah. features begin to envelop your body and you, you begin to transform. You begin to grow that tail from the bone devil, but retain the shadowy figure of the shadow demon. You, your heart begins racing and pumping and your skin uh, begins pulsating with energy from Thana's heart. And 
<laughs> the Elder Oblecs, you begin to grow these tethers out of, what was it, your hands or your back yeah, or something? Yeah, there was like Spider-Man. It was like, yeah, it was like Spider-Man shooting web. Yeah, uh, these tethers grow out of your wrists as you turn into this horrific monster. And you are an amalgamation of this horrific mixture of all four at once. Barely human oh looking God. anymore. Wow. And you grow to about nine feet tall. Oh god. So you can use any of them now at, oh, like, shit. as an action. You have you have access yes. to all four at once. Okay. Holy shit. What would you like to do now? <laughs> um I stare down this purple worm and I just say, "Please release my best friend and my husband." And I'm going to try to attack it with um my two attacks plus um the uh sting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. I, I rolled two crit fails. Oh, I got a 22 on one of them. What? So oh it's um, 10 slashing damage and 6 poison. And I don't know if this uh, worm is resistant to poison, but it can make a con save to see if it's going to be poisoned or not. Uh, it is not resistant to poison. And it's, what does it have to beat? It has to beat a, oh, where is it? Sorry. Ah. Um, it rolled a 13. It needs to beat a 15. So nope. Okay, uh, so the, the worm is now poisoned as you sink Thanus' Th 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 short sword into its side, which now means... It has disadvantage uh, on attack rolls and ability checks. Ability checks, yeah, right on. And it reels back in pain uh, from the pain of that. And yeah, you're, you're, and you're left. Darian looks at you and is like, Lena, Lena, what the hell are you? I don't know. I'm just trying to save everybody. Um. And what you say that, but what comes out is. Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm stuck like this permanently. Uh, you don't know. Oh god. Okay. Cool. Is there anybody who can understand her, or is it just like gibberish? To She's speaking this? common. It's just very like throaty yes. and gross. Oh my god. And Darian is quickly regretting marrying me. <laughs> Or is he? Maybe he's a little oh. turned on. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm not even going to use a bonus action to uh, hide this time because I want this worm to attack me instead. So. Yeah, sounds good. So, Bree, you are currently in <laughs> midair, in the grasp of the tentacles of this worm. What would you like to do? Okay. So, yeah, I want to try to try to um, get, like, if I can kind of try to squeeze or like roll out of its grasp and kind of land on the ground. Yeah, uh, roll strength for me. Okay. And that's not very good. That is a oh. seven. Okay, unfortunately, you push and push trying to get out of its grip, but it's piercing uh, little pincers on its tentacles are stuck in you good, and you're unfortunately unable to push yourself free. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Think for a bonus action because she's still got her spiritual weapon with her. I think she's just going to try to hit it. Okay, yeah, I saw it. I saw it, one of the yes. tentacles there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, roll to hit. Okay. So that is a 21 to hit. Yes, that'll hit. Roll some damage. Okay. 13 damage. 
So your emerald green sword floats up next to you and hacks with one fatal strike into the tentacle of this thing and hacks straight through its skin and it wiggles as it releases you and you instantly begin falling to the ground. But the tentacle still wrapped around your arms and you just splat into the mud uh, below, taking just four bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground okay. and the tentacle finally oh, releases its grip from mm -hmm. your skin. After Bree, we come to Darian. So he hmm, he sees a lot of people going into the tower. He sees Lena fighting. He looks to you, Lena, and he says, mm -hmm. in the face of sheer death, I stand by your side. We're married now. Let's go. And he turns back Aww. to the worm, and he's going to make his two attacks. Lena gives a shadowy thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> He hits one for 10 damage, and then he takes that extra attack, which misses, and that is his turn as he's slat stabbing with his rapier and a scimitar as fast as he can into this thing, and only one manages to land. And that is his turn. So, hmm. after Darian, we come to Bones. Now, he is simply trying to remove himself from the rubble. That is his turn, which brings us to Sai. You are an eagle flying in the North Tower. You see the cultist mm -hmm. and Verna standing in front of you, reading your scroll. What would you like to do? Okay, so I, uh, I circle around seeing this, and I land 10 feet away from them, and I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Second Ooh. level Thunder Wave, which is a con constitution saving throw. Okay. Against uh, 18. Against 18. Let's see here. Uh, the cultist failed, and the Verna uh, isn't rolling, actually, because she's so concentrated on her scroll. <laughs> you blast with a Thunder Wave, and the Verna standing in the tower dissipates and <laughs> goes away. But the cultist, on the other hand, can you roll damage oh. for me? Okay, damage is uh, 14. Thunder 14, damage. okay. So it's going to be a DC 10 because he's concentrating on a spell right now. Constitution saving throw. Oh, actually, can I um, can I add that uh, the Bardic Inspiration, does that, uh, the, does that allow me to add that to the damage? Nope, only to the roll, sorry. To the roll, okay. I'm All right, really so he needs one. to make a constitution saving throw here, which is a plus one. Oh, shit, he rolled a nine. Oh, my... Okay, so you blast him with this thunder wave. His staff goes flying. He smacks his head off the wall, and he looks to you, side. He says, no, no, no! And he stands up and looks out the window toward the silver flame. Sai, if you look out the window as well, you okay. see standing in the ditch around the silver flame in the necrotic water, Verna... <laughs> suddenly appears, standing there, no longer invisible from the cultist, reading a scroll. Fuck. Sneaky, sneaky. Okay. And I'll say the only other person who can see it is Velvet, since he's uh, still standing out in the open there and has a clear view from the side. Others do not know she's there. Can, can I yell to everybody you and just earrings. say? Oh, earrings, yes, 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 of course. Yeah. I forget about these earrings all the well, time. If Velvet's the one who sees it, he would probably. Okay, yeah. Fair right? Enough. Yeah. So Velvet would see it and he would go on his earring and say, I don't know what anyone just did, but uh, Averna just appeared out of nowhere, standing in hell water. Um, I'm that going. That was me. I think this is the real Verna. Cool. I'm going to. I'm going. I, I will engage. Oh, God. Everyone <laughs> engage. 
everyone. <laughs> so, or whatever Lena sounds like. After Sai brings us to the core spawn worm, the last person in this initiative order. He turns to you, Lena. He's going to make two attacks on you. You're the scariest thing in the room. Uh, we'll bring see it. now. Bring um, it. Yeah. <laughs> do I so, still have my shield? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, you do, actually. <laughs> it's a shadowy, it's like a shadowy shield. <laughs> 15 with the barbed tentacles will miss, won't it? Yep, it's an 18 with the shield. Okay, so he the barbed tentacles go to whip at you, but your how do you how do you want to deflect it? I feel like she puts up the the shadowy like she puts it up at like the last minute, kind of having fun with it. Like she just stands there and then sw quickly brings up this like shadowy shield that looks like it would just pass right through. And it makes contact, and you whip those barbed tentacles to the side, and it uses the momentum and launches at you with a bite attack and rolls mm -hmm. a thirty. So yep. that will hit. Yep. And yep. you yep. take 29 piercing damage from that. I, I, am I, I'm still raging though, so I'm pretty sure. It'll be halved, okay? Yeah, yeah. And then I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. Okay. The danger sense, thank God, because that was, oh, that's not, mm, that's only a 13. 13. So as it bites into you, dealing that damage, Darian watches as its tongue wraps around your monstrous body, tries to pull you in, your sting tail holding on as best as you can, but you have one last look in with him, and you're flung into the worm as he swallows you into its throat. Shit. And Darian's like, no! And, um, and that's the worm's turn as you begin to get swallowed. Uh, you do see a light in the tunnel, we'll say, as there's a hole in the side uh, as you're getting swallowed down. But that brings us to the end of our fifth round of combat. Oh, oh my god. Oh no. So as Verna has just appeared and you all begin running toward her, Verna begins floating from her now revealed hiding spot floating in the air the smoke of her figure pulsating with energy and as the invisible and the scroll is floating in front of her now as she releases it and continues to read it she casts her arms wide and gravity even begins to reverse as you all begin feeling lighter as if you're starting to float in the air a little bit as well as she screams the final words of the ritual the kyber shards blast out from behind her in a circle oh, quickly no. spinning around the silver flame as she screams, The silver flame glows brilliantly, as bright as a star, blinding almost, as the ground beneath you begins to crack wide open, cracking deeper and deeper, unveiling the first layer of hell, of Vernus, and then flowing th past that to the iron city of Dis, Menorus, Phlegathos, Stygia, all the way to the bottom of the ninth layer of hell nessus at the very bottom the layers begin to condense in an incomprehensible manner shrinking thinner and thinner as a figure begins to rise taller oh, no. and taller oh, no. and rising from the crack is a long treacherous figure veiled in smoke and a wispy nightmarish face rolling uh, sorry veiled in smoke with wispy nightmarish faces rolling in and out in and out of vision of its robes Sulkatesh floats before you all, with her staff gripped gently in one hand, and her glowing yellow eyes shining through her hood and veil of smoke. And she calls out, 
I am the Queen of Shadows, keeper of all your darkest secrets, the first of the overlords to ascend from the Nine Hells onto the plane of mortals and light in her true form. And as she speaks the final word, a blast of energy erupts from the floating eyeball atop her staff, knocking everyone in the area to the ground. The armies outside of the fortress get blasted with this energy as it reaches for miles and everyone gets knocked prone. And the army outside in battle goes silent as she floats down to meet Lord Verna, speaking to her. Verna, you have done well in becoming my champion. Your acts will be dearly rewarded as I rule the mortal plane alone with no other overlords to contend with. And our scene fades away. And our stage play opens back up on the crumbling fallen kingdom. The jaundice colored imp sits upon the stone frame of the bell in the central courtyard kicking his small chicken-like feet forward and back, waiting, waiting. His small red eyes are watching the horizon, his ears perked to the sounds of the war. And from where he sits, he cannot tell which side is winning. Come on, come on, Verna. Suddenly, the skyline lights and a wave of energy is felt as he's knocked off of the stone arch, turns into a raven to catch himself quickly flying, and falls back onto the arch. And the battle falls silent as the silver flame shines incredibly on the horizon. The imp smiles and hops off the stone frame and lands in the mud. He slowly turns his little head toward the dark, oily rope of the bell. He jumps up and clutches it, hanging from it, and begins kicking his feet forward and back, forward and back as the rope slowly begins swinging. The overlord Sulkatesh begins to rise. The gateway to Nessus is cracked open. The arc of his swing grows. Both armies stand with their jaws and maws agape. Surely they've lost their breath at the sight. The metal ball attached to the rope swings dangerously close to the bell. They stand in the muck and sludge of the battlefield. <laughs> A lake awaits them soon. And he feels he is on his final swing forward. I hope you all can hold your breath. And with a final swing, the imp slams the metal ball into the side of the bell. And the bell rings ominously. The imp quickly flies and perches himself on the outer wall of the fallen kingdom. As the wall he is perched on begins to slowly sink into the mud toward the mortal plane once more, he sees water begin to rise from the battlefield. The armies of both sides begin to cry out. He watches as they claw their way over each other, trying to find higher ground, climbing the trebuchets, taking flight in their hippogriffs and harpies, but the ground sucks them down like quicksand, pulling them all to the bottom of the lake on the mortal plane.
bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theatre Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Tall Tale Theater Collective. Grow with us.